the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Anyone know what BTV stack EXE wants? It sounds like a Windows thing, which means it's completely out of my... Says BTV stack EXE wants to use Skype. Allow access, deny access. You... Piss off, you. You want to improve my Skype experience? <laughs> you really want to improve my Skype experience? Tell me what the fuck BTV stack EXE is. See, what does it do? Buffy the, va- Buffy the Vampire. Buffy the Vampire Stack. Okay, BTV, yeah. You can always Google it to make sure it's not a virus. So we've only been on Skype for approximately seven minutes and already yeah. used it. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like welcome we've home or had, something. We've only been on Skype for seven minutes and we've had more need for the explicit tag in those seven minutes than we have for the entire last year's worth of gutter skypes. Amazing. Isn't it, though? Amazing. BTV. I'm going to do that. I'm going to Google it. So what the hell? That's my savior on many occasions. I'm just, I mean, I keep trying to get Mr. K back, and uh, Skype doesn't seem to want to let him back in. Especially because Apple does many things well, but one thing it does not do well is 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 error messages. So you get a thing that says, error 4227. What the fuck is error 4227? I have no idea. I don't know whether I should have to abandon all hope or if I should. So you Everybody gotta keep it. You got one too. Go find it. It's probably somewhere in the, on the desk. My goodness. The, this goes all the Why am I in this handbasket terror? <laughs> this goes all the way back to 2011. What is BTV stack exe on Skype? Yahoo answers. This program is normally the Bluetooth manager on your computer. Bluetooth? If you're not using a headset or Bluetooth headset, there is no need to leave BTV Skype. No need to let it access Skype. Generally, if you do not know what the program that wants to use Skype is, deny it access. That's why I looked it up. You can always <laughs> change your mind later. Hope this is helpful. Regards. That's right. I used to have a problem with that, it- never would load properly on my computer. I eventually had to just disable it. It warms my heart to know that Microsoft didn't have to spend a penny explaining that to anyone. <laughs> but just let it happen through um, through Skype. I'm so glad that it's the people well, that the get paid nothing. Maybe the individual who answered it on Yahoo Answers was an employee of Microsoft. Doubtful, I grant you. But. Judging by the uh, judging by the uh, um, icon that goes along with the email and the complete lack of official lookingness of the uh, response, I'd say no. And I st- I don't know is T A M I M a female or a male name? Tamim. 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 
irrelevant. It's an answer. Maybe it's like Pat or Chris. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. So it's for Bluetooth or headsets. I don't need to use it. I will deny it access. And I still can't get Mr. K back. But are you not using a headset? Uh, I am using a headset, but it's already got all the uh, um, drivers loaded for it because it's the Logitech sound input-output device. And gotcha. since since it's been behaving reasonably well up to this point, I am going to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike most computer programmers, Adam understands the basic principle. <laughs> if it ain't broke, it ain't broke don't never try. It. Well, I muted myself in order to, uh, I muted myself in order to, um, cough, but it's gonna pick up on. I don't have Power Grandma recording any of this, but I am I, using I my muted. digital. You were muted too. I was muted too. For how long? Uh, oh, I don't even know. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so. Maybe Mark Kinney was muted. Which call are we going I, to I was be on? He stomped off in a fit of pique to reload Skype and give oh it a Oh my god, I what? hung up and the thing is still ringing incessantly. Where's Hang me? on, folks, stand by. Which call are we going to be on, Mark Kinney? I've been trying to add him to this call all this time, repeatedly. Yeah. Well, you can add him up. to it. Yeah, he's, he's already on there, so he has to join the conversation. You've already added him. He's already there. But okay. he has to actually... He has join to actually... the conversation. <laughs> He may, well, I'm not seeing his icon, that's the thing, I don't see him. See, he stomped off in a fit of peak to go give it a good kicking. That's what I'd do. Not only mountains had fits of peak. <sighs> or hide and seekers. Sometimes they have What just went bloop? Who went bloop? I don't know. There was a bloop. Right like somebody got dropped bloop. No, we're still here. Right. No. <gasps> Pencil! That's me. Mark Kinney said, is there a call happening? Yes. Yeah. There is, and you aren't on it. Tell him to join in. <laughs> there are, it is a little confusing because there are two, uh, incarnations of our call for some reason. I don't know why that is. Um, okay. I know why it is, cause, uh, uh speaking of explicit tag, <laughs> it's because Skype. That's oh, why. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's a mood thing, all right? (laughs) This is where I'm at with Skype right now. Uh, so far as, hey, so far as my experience goes with it, that's where we're at. Let me sign out of Skype and back in again, alrighty. That's what solved my problem. Okay. I never did get the thing to shut up. I finally had to quit Skype and just rejoin. Dog. Oh. I don't think it's supposed to be the big dog climbing into lap. Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought he was recalling the awful, awful statement I made. No, no, I have a dog who is very playful. And I. <clears throat> okay, look, you're getting on the podcast. You don't want to be on the podcast. Yes, he does. And he's a little bitty lap dog, too. Yeah, a little bitty 70 pound drop the baseball cap. A little bitty lap dog. 70 pounds of him. You know, I I have the option to add him to the call and nothing else. I can't ring him up. I can't call him. Add the call doesn't. 
seem to work at all. Can you go into the group? Oh, there's his icon. I guess it'll 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 just let me barge in. Apparently, yeah. I don't know yeah, why it's not letting you all. It's it's been that way for a while. I've been I tried to. What do you have? What do I have? I think he's talking to Zeke. I'm talking to Zeke. <laughs> Zeke, you know what? I'm gonna. They don't need to hear this. He, he, I have he, something you don't want me to have. Ha 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 ha. That's exactly. <laughs> he's got the Glock Seven again. Put it down. <laughs> you know how he much dog. that thing costs. Give it back. He's got the assault weapon. He's. Spraying bullets all over the place. Fucking. <laughs> well, it's, it's almost, it's a shoe. <laughs> you had your shoe. Zeke, damn. Is it a very expensive shoe? Those are the oh, best it's a, it's, a, it's a tennis shoe. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a tennis shoe, but. <sighs> my office is his hoarding spot, so he'll take stuff and, and he, he never chews anything, so it's hard to get really pissed at him because he just takes it and likes to run around with it in and his mouth. Like, hug it. I get like, love it, cottage. Where else? Where else would a dog bring stuff but a man cave? <laughs> like it all goes in here. It all goes in here. He's, <laughs> he's got candy that talks. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I do. Well, um, I'm I'm definitely going to edit that awful thing that I said earlier. Sorry about that, folks. I said that once before in my life in company, and it was back at paper mill. It was back at paper mill. It's just a disgusting phrase. A really disgusting phrase. Oh. I like it. It's <laughs> quite, no, that was gross. This <laughs> one that I will definitely be adding to my... Uh, it's very descriptive no, of my no, attitude. Don't do it. No, it, don't it really do it. You'll wish you hadn't. You really will. So I'm cutting that out, but... Uh, I kind I, of like making people feel uncomfortable every once in a while, so I think it'll be... <laughs> You should, you should listen to a podcast called You Made It Weird. <laughs> Just the title alone, uh, tells you what, it's, it's actually, it's not that bad. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, a psychotherapy festival for the guy that hosts it. Gee, does that sound familiar? It's, <laughs> but, Are you sure it's not, this is not that Dragons from Outer Yeah, really. No, this guy that he he does, he interview he's a stand-up comedian who's been doing it for I guess fifteen years or so, or maybe more eighteen years I don't know whatever he's a professional stand-up comedian, um, and he interviews other stand-up comedians uh, those that have been around for a while those that are just starting, and more than half the show is him talking about his own experiences. <laughs> he's always talking about stuff that happened to him. Enough about you. Let's talk about me. Exactly, but it's it's very entertaining to listen to because he knows he's doing it, and he, you know, and so does the guest. It's not, you know, he can't help himself. It's his podcast, damn it. Basically, well, this has been relatively steady. Are you are you are you still uh, hearing? I'm guessing you're still hearing us, Mister K. I am. Yes. All right. Good. I deal. don't know. But somehow we, we we were talking there, and then I got another incoming call. I didn't do it. And that yes, was yes. <laughs> That's kind of what happened to me, too, except for my incoming call happened 
<laughs> when I picked up this call and it's and it never stopped doing the ding ding ding. Uh, what did you dance? Dance, monkey, dance! Like I'm gonna dance now. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Um, speaking of things that uh, may or may not be cut out, uh, Eric, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I have mostly I'm fine, and then something will happen that just like the yesterday I was I've been fine for like a couple days, and then I was <coughs> I was gonna call just called Doggy Style Salon, and yeah, I know it's especially fun talking about that one with the pastor's wife. Anyway. Yeah, going through the contacts, and I found Dad's cell phone, and then it was just like, ah, all of a sudden, come on, really? Part of my brain was saying, come on, really? And the other part was, shut up, it's, it needs to happen, but it's just like, God, it's just... So, I'm, right now, I'm doing fine. So. All right. Look, whatever, uh, as you, you're... You're right on. Yeah, it's gotta happen. I it, it's uh it's never it's 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 never the right thing to say. I know how you feel because you can't. Nobody can. But uh you, you know you can come close. Yeah. It was it was uh, something like like something like thirty years ago it happened for me. So, but uh yeah, it, it's it's a vivid time. The firsts are going to be the hardest. Like next month will be the first birthday he'll have that he's not here, and then Christmas, and then mom and dad's wedding anniversary, and that yeah. won't be that and Valentine's Day for her. I'm, I'm actually, it's funny. I've been, I up until this, I, I would go for a month or two without calling my parents. It just, you know, not, not to be, not a, just, you know, you get sidetracked with life. Yeah. And now. Ever since this happened, it's like every few days I call her up. How are you doing? What's going on? Are you okay? That's going to happen too. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a super protective side comes out. First, first will be tricky, but don't yeah. be surprised if it kind of just comes out of nowhere for no particular reason. Damn it! So. Yeah. That's part of it too. As I, I mean, we're doing the memorial service on sa- on uh, Sunday, so I'm leaving on Saturday to go down there. And it's weird; it's the first trip to SoCal that I'm not looking forward to because, and as it gets closer, I'm noticing little things come up more frequently. So that's, I'm sure Sunday is going to be fun, <laughs> but it a lot of remembering. And... You know that that it, it can be. Really hard and really good, all rolled into one. Yeah. You hear other folk and everybody laughs and cries together. It's. Uh, yeah. It was surprisingly helpful for my grandfather. We we're talking about my grandfather. But I'm sorry. Yeah. It doesn't do any damn good at all, but I still am. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, it, it does. It, it, it does. It, it's nice to know you have. Friends. That's the risk of sounding like Hallmark commercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, and uh, I'll quote somebody that I knew. Uh, somebody that I knew uh, 
in in new in college how he was a roommate. He was one of the best buds. He was part of the cadre that we all ran around trying to destroy the world together. Um, and he recently uh, was at recently, not recently. It was 2000, the year 2000. <laughs> Time is fucked for me. It always has. In the, in the grand scheme, in the grand scheme of things, that yeah, was recently. My sister-in-law, when when she lost her husband, he he uh, he walked into the funeral. You know, her husband was 34, and and she was, I guess, you know, uh, 37 or something. They they've been married for two weeks. And uh, he walked into the into the funeral, and he kneeled down in front of her, and he said, "You realize, of course, now that we're all your slaves." <laughs> <laughs> It was just like the perfect thing to say because it was probably one of the first times that day that she smiled. So uh, it's it's yeah, it's the folks that uh, it's the I folks have to that. Remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the folks that you keep around you that uh, that can come up with whatever answers you think you might need. Not the best ones, but. You try to be good ones. So we're going to um, continue to bust your chops relentlessly. I would expect nothing less. All right. Good deal. And we'll call it helpful therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it. <laughs> okay. And if you don't want this to be anybody else's business, then this whole section gets cut out. It's up to you. I, I, I used to wear my heart on my sleeve anyway, so. Where it does drip a big it does, but the other people get to clean it up, so I don't. That's right. That's right. But yeah, folks don't know what's going on. My dad passed away too about a week and a, well on July seventh or eighth because it was like twelve thirty when I got hurt. About twelve thirty when I got the call, so I'm, it either happened right before she called. I'm, I yeah, I don't know somewhere in there. I've decided that's traditional too. <laughs> the, 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 the dying middle of the night sort of thing. Yeah. yeah or. Yeah. It was on the, on the early edge of the middle of the night. It was weird, too. Was, I mean, I hadn't heard from her in a couple of days. I knew what it was because I knew what time. And I had taken an Ambien to get to sleep. And it's so weird how medication cannot help in moments like that. Where, I mean, it hadn't hit me. But it I was, nothing, right? It's just like, well, yeah. I was all, it was all of a sudden heat up and there was no way I was going to sleep. I think I stayed up to like three or four in the morning. And crashed hard, <laughs> but uh... well, if you get if you don't get acknowledges uh, acknowledgments about this uh, anytime soon, it's because this this uh, recording is going to be third in line of two I already got in the can that haven't gone up yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, total! So six months later, you'll be like six months later. You'll see like, everybody's oh, I just, I just heard. <laughs> I'll have gotten over it and I'll be fine. I'll get all these <laughs> That was in 2013. What? <laughs> yes. So, uh, sorry about that. I've got the the um, Edison Force to go up and the, the final uh, episode of uh, Leopard Woman. That hasn't gone up yet either. I'm sorry, Andros, you were going to say? Can barely hear you, Andros. Can... Oh. 
No, covering right over that. He's ordering the shake. He's ordering the shake weight on lock. <laughs> and a pizza. <laughs> or a George Foreman grill. One of those things. And another pizza. And if you were now, what pizza? The Doritos. Doritos. He's trying the the Pizza Hut flatbed fire baked flatbread uh, pizza thing they've got with chocolate sprinkles. You know. Well, you know, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. I, I, what are you talking about? You heard what I said like less than 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's not Skype. That's true, it, all right. Well, uh, besides, other people may uh, yeah, feel differently about, the, about this pizza. I, I tried it and I thought it was good. But uh, other people might, you know, teach their own. I don't think I've had I Domino's wish. in ages. I'm sorry, go ahead. I wish they would bring back the seeds. That Priazzo thing, you remember the, the, that that big gigantic stuffed monstrosity that they served for all back in the eighties? Oh well, uh, no, I don't. I don't think I ordered pizza back in the eighties. As weird as that sounds, I would if you have. Tell if I knew you were it. too young to order your own damn pizza in the eighties. Well, I was. I was. I'm I going to come across country just so I can hit you with a damn big stick. Yeah, yes, I am. And, <laughs> and I was rather a sheltered child and didn't. But, you know, if we ordered pizza, it was from my parents. Usually mom made pizza, so. Um, yeah, I didn't really get into the ordering pizza thing until I moved out on my own, which was in 94. Until then, I lived in my mother and dad's basement playing D&D. No, they don't even have a basement. <laughs> you built a basement just so you... Just so I could say I lived in one. <laughs> It, it, it's more romantic and fits the the mold to say so. Yeah. And Nikki, I wouldn't say I wouldn't recommend a stick. I'd uh, I'd use a sock full of manure. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll pick some up on my way through. <laughs> genuine fresh. Has an obsession with feces today. I don't understand it, but it's no. The sock full of manure is a Woody Allen theft. But you still said it, and then you said then Skype. I... <laughs> <laughs> that's... Oh, that's what okay. he's repeating it. He's repeating it now. I can't that's believe good. this. That's All right. oh hell, that's going on my wall. I'm 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 typing that up, putting it out, and framing it. You just put you know a big blank line at the beginning of it, so it fill in your fill in your yeah. whatever. Wow. I thought maybe uh. Uh, uh, a cool T-shirt would be uh, um, HTML bracket starting, and then the forward slash, and then bullshit, and then close bracket. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think um, it's the dead part that just it makes it complete. It's it's not yeah, enough pretty much. It was actually, I believe, but you know, just saying. Yeah, that's, so, yeah, it, that's what I yeah. said. Yeah. There's no. There's no. Even see, I worse. Like the idea that it actually. Oh God! I'm, so, I'm taking a <laughs> and out the nose. That, we, oh my God! We've grossed Nikki offline. We've grossed her off the internet. That fills me with glee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nikki. I didn't mean. I'm sorry. You don't have to. You don't have to leave or be muted. I promise. I'll behave myself and say no such awful things again for it's at least. You. 
It's I, not I... you! It's <laughs> <laughs> over there! I'm grieving. You leave me alone. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> he, he did it. He went there, he played that card. <laughs> oh, wow. and, and Nikki? much for the most for the most outrageously perfectly loud shirt I have ever seen. The, oh, I hope it made you guys laugh. Did you try it on yet? I want pictures. I haven't I haven't tried it on yet. It almost feels sacrilegious to take it out of the plastic. Oh pishaw. That's what I say. Was, I have to I have to say that um that was that was my one brilliant idea contribution to uh, I'm gonna say it a pretty sad con and um, not that not the designs on it I had nothing to do with the designs but I pushed loud and hard for having a Hawaiian shirt available so <laughs> well I, I certainly hope one was sent to to Sir Terry didn't even think about that. Well, hopefully somebody did that. We'll that, see. That would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a scream. Actually, one for him and one for Rob. They could <laughs> trundle around. Yeah, I don't know. That that would have been a great touch, but uh, that's not for me to say. So. But, yeah, they cracked me up when I finally got them in my grubby little hands, and I was like, I know who needs one of these. <laughs> Thank you very much. Excellent. Excellent. We, we, we just opened it up and laughed. Like crazy. <laughs> uh, what kind of shirt is it? A Hawaiian shirt with uh, with um, printed cartoon images of the luggage, death. There's McSpiegels no, on there. I a picture of it. Oh, that is cool. The, it's, sadly, it, it was um, for the North American Discworld Convention of 2013, which happened a couple weeks ago. And, um... Um, there were difficulties. The, the convention, it's, uh, I, I, I'll talk about it someday if you want to hear about it, because it was actually kind of interesting, but um, I don't really want it as a public my comments as a public thing. So. Dash, 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 cut here, dash, dash, <laughs> dash. What am I thinking? Edit, 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 edit. That's important. <laughs> Benedict so that Cumberbatch? Was- what? Come on. <laughs> and doesn't fall. Spoiler alert! Good God! <laughs> yeah, when I was talking about this, I was careful not to mention I know, what that. the hell? If he hasn't seen it's his own damn fault, that's what I say. Well, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. So he plays a Ricardo Montalban role or in that universe? Yeah. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's close casting, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> wow. Like the guy that looks like he went to a British boys boarding school and never left. The characterization was awesome. It's just, yeah, it's the look. Yeah, it's a little too smooth looking. But then who thought of casting Ricardo Montalban, for God's sake? Somebody back in the 60s. Um, wow. 
anyway. The whole, that was my big report. But the whole thing is, you got that shirt because, because, because. And I'm been very glad to have gotten it. It's excellent. Get them you. out of cotton. <sighs> they were supposed to be, to my to my mind, like traditional rayon, Hawaiian. Oh, I was trying to find a picture for you guys. <laughs> Well, that was excellent. The one that's, gonna, that's in the genuine land of his birth will be so much better. You'll see. You'll like it. Well, even if it's not, it'll be in Manchester, England, England. Mm. There you go. Right across the Atlantic Sea. See? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I'll go over to Wales if it's that damn boring. Not a problem. Uh, so, yeah. And go to Port Marion and run away from the giant weather balloon. Yeah. <laughs> And is it, I think it might be in Manchester where they have, maybe it was in Birmingham and I missed it. They have the, the, the surround movie thing, like the thriller movie from the 50s. This is the world. It's like you're on the roller coaster and you're in the balloon and you're flying over the oceans. And Bill Bryson loved it. I want to go see that. Okay. <laughs> I hear also they have whiskey over there. Hmm? Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. So, yeah, I'm trying to find a way to be able to go travel for like six weeks before we actually hit the con. <laughs> for eight weeks, you know, something like that. Just, just go. And, uh, yeah. You mean here at the Gutter Sketch, we're going to have to deal with more than two time zones? Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Especially if all I can find is Wi-Fi in a pub. I'd be like, keep it down, keep it down, keep it down. Oh, another pint. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> this is my turn to dart. Be right there. Okay, okay. Be right there. <laughs> Last call, gentlemen, please. <laughs> Where am I here? I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna put in some listener feedback. And uh, I'll paste it into this thing, like you know, the way I do. Uh, I'm rather excited. I got my ticket to GameStorm 2014, which is in March. Oh, and there you the guest, go. The guest might not be running at least one game, probably two. I have no idea what they are yet, but I got plenty of time to think. Um, but the guest of honor, which is going to be so cool, is Shane Hensley. Yay! Nice. That will be fun. I'm hoping maybe I can sit in, although so is everybody else at the con, so we'll see how this works. Hoping I can sit in on a Savage Worlds game that he runs, or a Deadlands game that he runs. That would be even, that would be even more awesome. But again, so is everybody else who's going to the con. So Get him to sign a whole bunch of stuff. None of which is by Shane Hensley. Because that's him, always fun. <laughs> Yeah, get him to No, I'm not, you know, anything. A lamp. Whatever you happen to grab that's nearby. <laughs> Doesn't matter. A paper plate. It's okay. That's what I used to do. Oh, and uh, the latest Star Trek mission blog you will love because your favorite person is on there. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. I saw yep. that, that drop last night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't listened to it yet. It was an interesting interview, I thought. Wait a minute, who? William. No, no. 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 You're, you're, it's Adam's favorite person associated with Star Trek. 
George uh, it's, it's either it's either Doctor Pulaski or Kate Mulgrew. No, it's not an actor. Uh, someone troublesome. David Gerald. That's just a prop. David Gerald. He wrote the Trouble with Tribbles. Um, Way back, is that who it is? It is. That's yeah. who it is. All right. <laughs> he's actually he slurred down on the ladder. Top of the ladder. I don't particularly like associated with the Star Trek universe. Top of the ladder. I think it's it's Kate Mulgrew. Really? Why? What's a Kate Mulgrew? Cap- Captain Janeway. Um, is this one of the later ones? Yeah. Uh, just, oh. just, just a, 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 a performance that I didn't particularly appreciate. It's a personal taste thing. That's all I can say. What, you know, there it is. I never considered her an actress. I just considered her somebody that did a lot of acting when the camera was on. And the, the, probably. In the back of my hand. What? <laughs> what did he say? What? Bullet. Andrew, did you order a pizza? Maybe. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right. We talked very loudly while you were while you were placing your call so that nobody would hear anything. Yeah, you're sending you all an email. Oh, all right. I got it. Your business card looks great. Yeah. Is it's that what nice you're going to pass around at the... From the uh, website. Of course, it doesn't mention the rest of us, but that's okay. I understand. That's so that you can make your own. Get my own butt down to <laughs> I'm looking for... I better hit refresh. I don't know. How, how long a drive is to Atlanta from where you guys are? Very long drive. Well, what would it be? Like 14 hours for me? Oh, here's a group of people wearing these shirts. I'll just try and send this. Really? It's, a, it's five hours for me. Oh, there we go. Look at really? that. Save this link. I hit view. I want to save this link. I just hit view. Hmm. Why won't it let me just open this picture? I'm trying. Hush you. Okay. <laughs> I'm very trying. You ask anybody. <laughs> it's because it's on Flickr. Hmm. Ask my wife. I'm likely to just come out with random advice. Help me! Oh, cool. Look at that. Good deal. You used the, the header on that. That's excellent. I love that picture. And that was a... That was a this. That was inspired entirely by Spirit of the Century and uh, that first that first game that Mr. K put together for us. Game which will forever be down, go down. As history. And the Zeppelin, the tank, and everything. Yeah. Uh, the day of infamy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, try that. Definitely. Was this a link to the picture of the... Uh... Theoretically. Theoretically. I have no idea who these folk are. They're just all wearing the shirts. So I can't find a... I thought I had a picture somewhere with a close-up of the, of the fabric. So That's all right. I'll just put it into... I'll put it into the address window. 
and see if it does a thing. Oh, it's a flicker thing, okay. Yeah, yeah, but I was hoping that it would just bring it right up to the one picture. It didn't work, huh? Uh, Only secure content is display. Show all content. Because it came off of this, like, page of stuff, and then I opened up just the window of the, the people I was looking at and tried to send that. Did it work? I'm looking at the picture now. Those are, did, see, see what I mean? Hawaiian shirts. It's got, it's got, well, it's, it's got, it's got a picture of, uh, uh, Fiegel on it. The, uh, the character Death. It's got the luggage. The tiki head. I like that. Death is a tiki head. Yeah. Real stylized turtle. Kind of a Celtic turtle, which is kind of, kind of cool. Oh, that is, that is cool. But, but it's not writing on the back of the elephants. No, they're not. No, it's true. But it's very, very Hawaiian shirt-esque. But since they did it in cotton, the colors are a little more muted than if they were on rayon. And the well, red really... is kind of more tomato-y rather than like a hot cherry red. But, I mean, that's that's nitpicky on my part. I understand that. Oh, what will really get her of, noodle uh, cooking is, how does a blind guy know there were no elephants this on this <laughs> Like, oh, that that done is like a tiki head. No, 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 she got, they were selling them at a convention she went to. Yeah. They got the librarian on there, too, with a little flower behind his ear. This thing just started as a slideshow. I can't stop it. I gotta... No, it's my fault. I clicked something, I clicked something wrong. Ooh, somebody dressed up like a fegal. That's scary. Oh, there were many half-feagles... Many, many small children were done up as feagles and having an absolute blast. There were a lot of people for as small a convention as it wound up being. I have there to ask, are feagles made out of feagle matter? Okay. Hopefully oh. not. Oh. 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 oh, God. <laughs> Rob everybody. <laughs> the guy's tag saying Rob everybody. Okay. Just below the belt. <laughs> Excellent. All right. I right. feedback about twenty minutes ago. Well, no, I got. I got to stop <laughs> looking at this. I got to stop looking at the Flickr slideshow because it, it's uh, it started up. Where was I? I was in Skype. All I got to do is hit enter, and it'll. Wait a minute, Skype. There we go. I should hit enter. Send. I don't understand this feedback. Um, from Bob H. Because I'm I'm having a hard time remembering what it was he said. I think he said something snarky about uh, about Blind Geek's Australian accent. No, about, sure about it mine. being. No, he likes he likes Blind Geek's accent. Well, he thinks Blind Geek's accent is a hoot. Uh, it had something to, It had something to do with it uh, coming from the outback. Coming from uh, it, yeah, it would be in the uh, out in the wild. It would be a valid accent or something. I'm it's guessing something like it was. It was. The Australian version of what Appalachian would be to New England accent. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I just know that Siri liked it, so that's all I. Yeah. That's all I cared about. Yeah. It was intended as complimentary, positive feedback. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, go- I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm oh, go ahead and read reading out read, loud. Read the thing. No, no, read the thing. No, you committed to it now. You have to read out loud. Damn it. Now you got to. I'm screwing up all over the place tonight for spoilering of uh, the Star Trek movie, and then I can send you this flicker matter. thing that won't stop flickering. I closed it, it's fine. Hmm? Think you're going to tell us that Pacific Rim is about robots fighting monsters? What? Yeah. Wait a minute. I gave that away too, damn it. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me the Man of Steel is... The Man of Steel is Superman? That's who they're referring to? Man of Steel is the Avenger. Superman stole it. Wait a... Way to ruin the movie for me. No, it's true, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. In 19... In, in, there's a pulp character called the Avenger who was in books, and he was the Man of Steel, and Superman, the comic books, they didn't necessarily check what the left hand with the right hand was doing, so they put that in used it for Superman. They also did the same thing with Doc Savage. He was the first in 1933 to have a Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. But they referred to him as the Man of Bronze. Yes. <laughs> they like metal. You know, the sad thing is, I never even put that together until now. Uh, they like metal. Bad. There's something about metal men in, in comic books that just seems to be... And tell you, they, they can they can bounce lasers off the moon, but they still haven't got mercy bullets. What is up with that? Superhero team, which were based on the periodic table of the elements. Wow, wouldn't that probably work? Yeah, I, I, I seem to remember like these robot-looking guys with like the the symbols for the metals. Like, strontium and plutonium or something. No, had I thought of that, that's what oh, you guys what? would have fought when you were. Because <laughs> that would have. I remember that the Legion of Superheroes had a guy named like Pharaoh Lad, who who wore the who who had the FE on the on the, the front of his costume. That's it. But the, the rest of them, of course, didn't. Pharaoh Lad? Did he yeah. have to get permission from his mummy before he went out superhero? I knew that was coming. I knew he was going to do something with King Tut. I knew it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> FE? Isn't that iron? F-E-R-R-O, yeah. Okay. Like okay. It was a PB also. Uh, there may well be, I don't... And when he got hurt, boy, he was of, a pheromone. Of, of super... Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Just... Sorry, I just didn't my two cents worth. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not go for the whole nickel? <laughs> nickel. <laughs> Nikki, are you yeah, raising the volume of the static so that you can't hear? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you wish Skype would start dropping calls now, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Nikki is trying to meditate past all the. She was getting ready. She was getting ready to read an email, and it just got. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Calmly, collectively. Finding my happy place, finding my hey, happy place. Trying to decide if I should also throw in the spoiler about Sharknado. Should I beat this thing? I think that's pre-spoiled. You can go ahead with that. <laughs> yeah, that arrives with flies on it. Don't worry about it. There's a dead shark in the middle of the road. There's a dead shark. Sorry. Uh, okay, I'm done. From um, Bob H. As read from, by Mickey. <laughs> from Bob H. 
Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. All the way out there to Australia. And Bob H. says, My sincere apologies for the tenor of my previous email. I have learned from this that I need to review my emails to you before sending them. As you are all your wonderful individual selves and not me, you would not know what I'm thinking. Or do you? Exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark, question mark. I don't. Yes, Bob, we do. But Nikki does. Ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, but the NSA does. That's right. <laughs> and for a small fee, they will send us what you were thinking. The previous email was intended as complimentary positive feedback, though once I heard Nikki read it, I realized it did not exactly sound like it. Obviously, we were so affected by it that we blocked it from our memory. Yes, I've been crushed and crying for weeks. Sorry, all. In a bid to qualify what I meant in uh, form in the aforementioned previous email, in regards to Blind Geek's Australian accent, it's very similar to what an Australian accent would have been in the 1930s-40s. Also, in some parts of Australia, the accent is characterized as being slower in pronunciation than their city-dwelling counterparts. Accents. Whether it's true or not, I could not categorically say. Also, thank you all for the two, two episodes I'm listening to, the Leopard Women episode now, and the Edison Force episode is in, is next in the queue, along with two new episodes of MTMJ Pack. No, MTM Jetpack, sorry. <laughs> I'm yeah, starting to crank them out. Finally, I've got my lazy ass. MTM Jetpack. Cheers and take care, everyone. That's from Bob H. Well, thank you, Bob H. Thank you very much. And we're over the trauma of your last cruel, abusive email. It's okay. Therapy cleared it up for me. Right. Has the pizza arrived? (laughs) I remember these times. (laughs) I want chocolates on. That's right. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't remember that. Uh, I don't remember anything derogatory or or in any way offensive uh, in the tenor or the content of his previous email. But we have his his sincere apologies, and we're not giving this him back. One, however, was fraught with offensive co- content. <laughs> this one just boils my blood. Let me tell you, God. <laughs> Well, I'll go over it later to see if I can find whatever comma or punctuation in it that really set me off, but... It was the semicolon that really... That was it. That was... <laughs> no idea why he's apologizing. to give that email a semicolonoscopy to figure out exactly what was oh, offensive. Oh, man. Oh! Situation. Oh, man. I, Sorry, you know what? I, I need two garbage can lids that I can just bang together every <laughs> time. That happens. You know, the problem is I've been editing the cartoon action hours where we just went pun crazy, so I'm in that place. In oh, cool. <laughs> so we got one more to go. And we got we'll pencil, pencil, pencil from Andros. Metal Man. He found it. Here I go, clicking links like a crazy man. Yeah, look at that element, see if that doesn't bring up the memory. Oh, no. Come on. Oh, wow. DC Comics. Uh, 1962. Oh, here it comes. My wife is a comic book 
encyclopedia. It, it actually did exist. Oh, it's opening many pages. No, stop that. Yep. Hi, Erica, waving at you. Uh, Vicky's waving at you. <laughs> hello. Hi. Hello. 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 Jumping up and down, waving more. I start to want to say hi. <laughs> and off goes the headset. Hello. Hello. How is everyone? It's hot. Hate Good. summer. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's hot here in Florida, that's for sure. It's like 100 degrees every day. Yes, but you like it. Well, you know, I like it because I don't have to dig my ass out of the snow in the winter. Oh, extra Which snow. I hate worse. <laughs> when it snows up here, I go outside and lay down in it and smile. You go smile. frolic in it? Yep. Yeah. Angel wings all over the place. That's well, what I do. Yep. You know, I'm with you, Erica. My, I don't like my, the snow. Zeke, however, does, so we're kind of at a crossroads there. My, my darling husband and I are both from the Northeast, and we both got out of there relatively young in our lives, but uh, yeah, yeah. once we got out we were like, ooh, no more of that. <laughs> well, you enjoy your fabulous summer boiling weather and... <laughs> he did order a pizza, didn't he? Who? Andros. No! Oh. No, I had, no, I had some fabulous restaurant food with Andros. It was great. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was fantastic. Well, then we're not jealous anymore. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. I had a lovely sandwich. He had his, his chicken, his little chicken things that he eats all the time, the little fried chicken pieces. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm jealous again. Sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but little, he calls them chicken critters, which always weirds me. <laughs> because they're... No, I'm not going to. It's too easy. If they don't... don't, It's just weird. (laughs) If they don't move on the plate, there's nothing to worry about. That's exactly... Yeah. As long as it's completely dead, I'm... Yeah. They don't sprout legs or anything. Well... (laughs) It's got to be completely dead for me to eat it. Completely dead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Make note. Erica does not like Klingon food of any kind. That's right, no fun No gah. No gah. None of that. None of that. Well, thank you for, for, um, thank you for the reference to the metal men and the clarification and proof thereof. Excellent. Not a problem. Not a problem. Comic books are my thing, so. Especially Silver Age comics, so. Hmm. Alright. I'm just st- <laughs> staring at the illustration here. Um, dumbstruck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's classic Silver Age uh, illustration. It really is. It's very, yeah. It screams 1960s, early 1960s. Yes, it does. It does. All right. All right. I'm 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 handing you back to Andrews. Okie dokie. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. 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 I'm going to, um, all right, so, uh, Bob H. apologized for something that we don't remember. Uh, <laughs> Golly hell should. And see, uh, yeah, for he what? knows what he did. And it's about time, too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's September already, and, uh, actually, it's mid-July, but who knows when I'm going to post it. <laughs> um, Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween, <laughs> trick-or-treat. No, it's... My drag con report. 
Thanksgiving. Oh, really? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hit send on the next piece of email, and uh, guys, between when I got between when I got it and when I uh, forwarded it to you guys, I still haven't heard any of these promos. I haven't heard any of these promos <laughs> at all. Uh, wow. Hang on a second here. Well, maybe you should just play them over the over the air for all of us to hear. So we can play and laugh. And, and applaud. I, uh, I, I don't have Power Grandma running because I don't have Power Grandma on this machine. Oh, I'm recording crap. using my steam-powered handheld thing up against the earpiece of the headphones. Oh, is it too late for me to, to fire up mine? We don't have to actually do it. All we have to do is pretend that we've heard it. We've had them later on. The point is, does that mean it's going to sound like the first episode of the Gutter Stripes did? So what yes. happens if I do Power Grandma now? Does it does it automatically start recording? Uh, That's an interesting question. Or it'll kick you off. It to Adam and it didn't work, right? Because what I happened? can start recording now, and at least you'll have... No, it didn't work. Last time we tried this, it didn't work. Well, it'll work, because last time, I think what I did... I only recorded five megabytes, which was something strange. And I think what happened was I realized I, I heard you say you were recording, and I thought, and I surely was? we don't need two backups of the same recording. That's just stupid. So I stopped. But mine didn't. Mine didn't take either, and I'm not. I sure. know that now, and that's why I will not do that again. Okay. Um. Let's because if it's going to sound like the first episode did, then that's just sad. Oh, but it's just one time. It's one show. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm just Jake, Harry. Okay. <laughs> anything you want, anything you want to do to capture audio, I'm certainly not going to turn down. I'm not going to say, "Geez, don't do it." Going retro. But Think if it, of it as more being retro and groovy and hip and cool. Yeah, and if it interferes with Skype or kicks you off in any way, that's a bad I thing. I do it every week on. That's how I get my MTMG stuff recorded. So hang on. All right. How do I make it start? Uh, Ready? Oh, maybe it's that. No record is selected. No, no. What's it? I may, I may have to relaunch oh. Skype, but that's no fault of oh, Skype. Oh, is that what has to happen? Yeah, it no. may be that. Uh, at least to, 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 to my experience, you have to make the call after Power Grandma is running. Oh before, no! Before yeah, I, yeah, honestly, guys, I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it. I'm sure. Getting, I'm getting it on the device. And, All right. And you know, the, remind the, me next time. I forgot all about it. Worst worst case scenario is they don't get it, and that's. Hey, I think we are recording okay. the gutter skypes for July, whatever the hell. Seventeenth, I think today. Seventeenth, of course it's the seventeenth. Didn't Lance's birthday? Good God, Eric. They chose the okay. most boring, the most boring medals. July seventeenth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really. Kidding. Not exciting like molybdenum. Yes! That's what I was going to say. That's so weird. The point is, everyone knows what gold and lead do. What does molybdenum do, huh? It's a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Do whatever they want it to do. That's the beauty of it. That's right. Tungsten. (laughs) Now, that would be a cool superhero. Molybdenum, uh, tungsten, and strontium. He's a shell of his former self, but he's a cool superhero. You just have to watch out for for plutonium, he's kind of hot-headed. Oh, oh that was bad. That Bang, garbage handlers. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like 
Uh, Mr. K and Andros, please pick a pick a pick a number between one and six. Four, three. Uh, all right. I rolled an even number, and that means that uh, that means that Mr. K, uh, if you would please uh, read this, the feedback, and and obviously you don't have to read the links, but. We at the Sunday Skypers would appreciate it if you would please play one of our promos on the gutter Skypes. Our feed changed a few months ago, so I figured maybe we should let people know where to find us now by making some promos like a grown-up podcast. <laughs> the new site is http colon slash slash sunday dash skypers dot podbean dot com. We have a dash now. Dashes are cool. <laughs> <laughs> It, apparently they're slightly relocated or shifted, but it, uh, as Mr. K said, sunday-skypers.podbean.com. I like it. I'm sorry, please continue. And they've given us a choice of three different promos, one of which will be played now. Let's listen, shall we? Let's do. Yay. Insert promo here. <laughs> Insert promo here. <laughs> you got that timestamp? Okay. Turn tape over. <laughs> you wake strapped naked to the front of the airship. The Sunday Skypers. Yes, it's a spicy story. I, I think rapport is different from I look deep into her eyes and lick my eyebrows. The RPG Actual Play Podcast. Lovely sermon, sir. Of course it was lovely. It was the word of Sigmar, passed down through the millennia. Two giant eyeballs on stocks. Not giant, giant. Just uh, normal human eyeballs. On stocks. That's not disturbing at all, man. Sunday-skypers.podbean.com It's uh, beautiful and disgusting and all that. Oh, my God, that was a fabulous promo. I can't. I can hardly speak. My Obviously, God. we'll happily play your promos. Though I don't think we have any listeners that don't already listen to your show. And well, go out and find some, damn it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I bet they have. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll grab these, these, these promos for, 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 for all teams considered too, and I'll run them on some episodes of that. Oh, excellent. Ooh. There you go. Bonus. And that'll help. You know, um, and I'm actually, you know, Mark, uh, monkeys took my jetpack and has some some promos that, uh, that, uh, can't do it with a straight face because we haven't updated, I haven't updated our promos and like, yeah, <laughs> most, this, most of our promos consist well, of clips from our first show, which was all of us. Uh, which I have actually played once in yes, a while. Yes, you have. I, I actually, yes, you have. I'm, I'm. But the thing is, I, I, I kind of did, this is, I announced this, I think, on an episode that we haven't posted yet. <laughs> I'm kind of doing a, like, promo purge because in one of the episodes that Max put to, together, she put in a promo for Lovecraftiana, which apparently doesn't exist anymore. Oops. So, yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. So, well. so basically, I'm going to, there's, there's so many promos that I have for so many shows that may or may not still exist <laughs> that I'm just kind of purging it all and saying, if you've got, if, if you've got, you're currently doing a podcast, send me promos. We should have a new promo. I was just giving you crap anyway. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of um, uh, MTMJ... I want a promo. Promos. Actually, speaking of promos, you can obviously play your promos. I don't think we have to show, okay? And as long as I'm writing, I might as well give you some feedback on your Leopard Women of Venus campaign. 
One. Adam, great to hear you in the GM chair again. Yes. Whee. Two. That Hanks fellow was a nutter. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm argument sorry, there. I, I, I cannot say that in, in, in any other accent but that. I'm sorry. <laughs> and three. The Venusian Christmas enthusiast was a lovely Adam 5 original. I look forward to the exciting and, if you follow Hank's pattern, strange and disturbing conclusion. <laughs> Did we manage that? Uh, I was disturbed. <laughs> I thought it concluded quite well. Yeah, I think we topped our disturbing potion with the uh, Queen of the Spiders eating... <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Has that been released yet? Yes. I mean, that well, that it, part... It certainly will open by, 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 by the time this episode... Just appropriate use of protein, please. Yes, the, the spider woman eating the uh, gift. <laughs> and the incredibly nervy gift of uh, a well-cooked gourmet meal made out of one of her own minions. Um, <laughs> that probably came about as close to Fletcher Hanks as anything else that we did. <laughs> And at some point, I failed. Uh, well, at some point, I failed to follow canon, and just and and injected plot. <laughs> this the smallest of plot, but it was there. It's a it's a tough instinct. You kind of have to. I mean, he can go for a two, four or five page comic strip with no plot, but if you're going to do a multi session game, I think you almost have to have. It's got yeah. A certain amount. Otherwise, it's just. You know, if you have, otherwise you're going from like point A, a to point A. It's just all action and no substance. Yes, I said it. That's blindgeek at langcourt dot com. I don't think I'll get any emails. But uh, yeah. anyway, he's he's he says thanks for the inspiration, Dirk. Thank you very much, indeed, Dirk and the Sunday Skypers. They've been they've been at it for a while now. Yeah. And and. I know that because I think it was before there was spring of uh, last year that uh, the the Sunday Skypers was one of the podcasts I recommend listening to for gaming uh, while the gutter skypes took their uh, took their while we the gutter skypes took our <laughs> summer hiatus. Um, so yeah, and that's what we all said during our summer hiatus. We said we said kitty cat. <laughs> Did you hear me speaking? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, we I all want a treat run. now. The cat was meowing in the kitchen, and I was calling to her. I thought I was muted. <laughs> yeah, you weren't muted when you ordered your dinner either. We were. <laughs> or whatever, whatever, whatever that was. We don't know. Whatever I think it was. I'll cut your address out. Don't worry. We were humming and talking loudly over it. I don't think they can hear it clearly anyway. We were pretty... You can't hear it right now, right? Right now we can hear you, yes. I am used to... When we were on... Mumble, when I had to press down my button to talk, and I was muted otherwise. So I keep pushing down this button and thinking, okay, I'm talking, and then let up on it, and nothing's... I think you can't hear me. You're still doing uh, press to talk for Skype. So you've probably been telling us all this great wisdom that you've been muted for, and the stuff that you oh. thought you were muting yourself for is what we've been hearing. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> not a problem. It hasn't... I've been gibbering on and on, and I... It's been, it's been entertaining. Oh, good. See, 
it's not you know I mean, we haven't been hearing it crystal clear. It does sound like background conversation, but uh, it was. Uh... <laughs> That's the difference between quality live podcasting like us and bring can podcasts like them. I know you just don't be like this, do you? That's right. That's right. Um. Wow. What was I going to say? Oh. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Sunday Skypers. Yes. Uh, there, there are promos here. Uh, I, um, yeah, we just heard one and wow, it was fantastic. We're not That's lying, enough. we swear. <laughs> Big round of applause. Um, and, and there we go. Listen to the Sunday Skypers and take note that they have moved to, if you, if you've been unable to find them or your feed catcher has failed to gather them up like they, like they used to, uh, like it used to. It's sunday-skypers.podbean.com. And dashes are cool. Wow. It's 8.30. <laughs> we are right on track. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it was those two pieces of feedback. And um, and that's where we're at. Uh... Why, what am I looking for here? I'm closing Metal Men on Wikipedia. I have up, I have up a filled in thing with, uh, Nikki's entries for tonight. What, what I had in mind actually here, folks, was, was, uh, a variation of something, probably a far more elaborate variation of something that Auntie Ed and I did during Hurricane Sandy. Actually, not during the hurricane itself proper or improper or whatever, but uh, as a coping mechanism for um, uh, the sheer boredom that took place in the uh, days that followed Hurricane Sandy because dice don't require electricity to roll and you can have all kinds of fun playing with them. So uh, we tried something like what I want to do tonight. And it's an exercise in either creating a game or creating a scenario or creating a story in general, synthesizing something through complete randomness and the pure imagination of the people involved. It's just that simple. Uh, well, that it, lets me out. It can resu- it, it, it shoehorns you right in. <laughs> Without the need of a shoehorn, because I got your material here. I'm looking right at it. I'm sorry. Weapon, a bark, a bark pitched so high, crystal glasses shatter and ears bleed. Perfect. <laughs> so, folks, what I asked, uh, what I asked the gutter skypes to do and what we're going to, uh, fill in now as we go was to come up with five items, three examples, as a matter of fact, of five items. And I'll, I'll lay this out for you too. And if you want to try this yourselves at home, or, um, repeat the experience of trying it, because I'm sure lots of other folks have done this too, uh, repeatedly. But for those that haven't, if you, if you don't have internet access, or you don't have your books with you, it doesn't matter. You grab a piece of paper, you draw out some lines, and you can try this. Here are the five things. A name. And the name can be anything, anything at all, any kind of name, any pronunciation, any language, even a name that's been used already as a character in a movie, doesn't matter. 
after the name a being, a sentient, intelligent, self-aware being. The only uh, stipulation is that it can move and communicate. So we're talking anything from, like, the magic candlestick from Beauty and the Beast to, I don't know, uh, Aquaman or Indiana Jones or <clears throat> a completely made-up creature of uh, any physical description from anywhere in time and space. So, a being. Uh, after that, a weapon. An incredibly awesome weapon. Another incredibly awesome weapon. And maybe a lame and useless weapon. That's not a weapon at all, but that's what the, char the character you'll end up with uh, uses as a weapon. After that, a location. Again, anywhere in time and space. It could be... Um, uh, underneath the saddle of a horse galloping toward, uh, toward, um, Manchester. Because that's the first city that came to mind. Uh, or, or a scene in a movie. The, the Rick's Cafe. It could be, it could be set, uh, or it can be set on the street of the Vermilion Sparrow in your favorite Kung Fu movie. Doesn't matter. Hi, uh, or, or, or another planet. Or a jungle. Or a forest. Whatever. A location. And the fifth item, a an object of desire, a treasure, a prize, something that uh, is is intensely coveted and valuable by uh, anyone or everyone. Uh, two examples, at least, of something like that, and maybe a third example that is a piece of crap. <laughs> doesn't isn't particularly useful or valuable to anyone, but it is the treasure in your story. Uh, so, I mean, so this is a variation. One could, one could arguably say it's a variation on the workbooks or the scenarios or the play sets. I guess play sets is the actual proper term for, uh, uh, for, um, fiasco. Because you get choices based on dice rolls, but the dice rolls in these are very, uh, elementary. Now, I asked, uh, I asked the Gutterish guys to come up with three samples of each. Because uh, I've got, I, I mean, I've got Nikki, Andros, Blind Geek, and Mr. K, and what that results in, if uh, all everybody comes up with the three, is uh, a twelve-line table. Uh, th yeah, three, six, nine, twelve, a twelve-line table, with uh, each of the type of items in in its particular column. The names in the first column, the uh, being type in the second the weapon in the third, the location in the fourth, and the treasure in the fifth. And much like those silly little books that let you flip the legs, the mid, the torso, and the head of uh, 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 funny characters, um, giving you a different combination of of dress and style, uh, I think um, I think it's in one of the Pratchett books too. Where he mentions it's amusing for the first three minutes and then you're bored to tears. But, in this case, what you come up with is a story and perhaps even some nemesis to, uh, to just battle it out with each other with a simple roll of a d20. So that's where, uh, my head went today when, uh, when I thought, let's see, uh, let's do something short, sweet, fun that we might not even get through because we are who we are. <laughs> Pardon me. I had to 
I had to mute to cough. Um, and so I, I had to mute to cough. Professor Mutikoff, is that your name? Uh, your first name, Blind Geek? Uh, <laughs> Not. It wasn't going to be, but yes, it is. I'll just erase the thing I've written down here, <laughs> or use it as one of my other names. Okay. I have uh, just entered uh, the first of your three names. That's Professor Mutikoff, and that can change. Of course, it doesn't matter. <laughs> If you really want to go with the one you had, it doesn't sweat. So it goes 12 across and 5 down, is nope. that it? 5 across and 12 down. 5 across and 12 down. I was right the first time. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and I want my gold star. Hey, <laughs> hey we're, Nikki. We're Nikki I prefer those, actually. Sent, Nikki sent them Quantity to me. Quantity over quality, that's what I believe in. <laughs> It, it, you got qual- you got both here. No worries. It's, you fit right in this country. It's looking good. It's looking good. Was I was I premature in saying, "Hey, blind geek, hand me over"? Uh, uh, let's hear what what. Because um, I'm going to fill it in as you go, real quick. Um, I've got a couple. I was relating them together, which is going to defeat the purpose of this thing because. No, actually, you'll be surprised. It won't. And if okay. anything, it's going to be, uh, uh, this, uh, you know, just like Mad Libs, it's supposed to be hilarious, but who knows? Now, I, Depends on I how much beer you have. I all the columns. I've got names and beings for my other two. That's fine. Um, I got Cutter Stone Archaeologist Adventurer. That's my straight one that I was just like. I'm filling in Cutter, Cutter Stone. Stone. And he's an archaeologist. Yep. Archaeologist slash adventurer. Just adventure. Mm-hmm. And then I have Wanda Bread, B-R-E-D-D, sentient female toaster. <laughs> sentient female toaster. Single female lawyer. That's the first thing that comes to my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> female toaster. All right, so Professor Mutikoff is, is going to be your third. Um, do I want to go outlandish or? Yes, I do. Um, yes, you do. Mad scientist hamster. Mad. Russian mad scientist. <laughs> Russian hamsters are a very popular pet. <laughs> scientist. We had we had some for a while, Andy, didn't I? Oh. Russian hamsters. Yeah. They're, they're also referred to as dwarf hamsters. The type oh. isn't necessarily related to the name, is it? They're, they're, those are going to be randomized also. It uh, it doesn't it doesn't actually matter if you did a full line across of everything related to the uh, to one thing to one character. Like here's an example, of, and I'm using Nikki's. I'm using a, a Nikki example. <laughs> the name she came up with for uh, her second thing was Prince Galahad Braveheart Fierce Smoke the Third, also known as Laddie. That was the name. The 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 being is seven pound Chihuahua, also known as Best in Show Competition 2009 to 2012. The weapon: a bark pitched so high that crystal glasses shatter and ears bleed. 
uh, location, a comfy basket in a favorite sun-filled corner of Connecticut, a uh, great den, a, a sunroom that... It's, uh, I, I probably was a little over the top, eh? <laughs> There's plenty of backstory here, even in just I the always do. I can't help myself. And this I'm is sorry. why I told you I you can't help were, you, either. you were born to do <laughs> RPGs. I told you that from the beginning. <laughs> this okay, is, no, I was just doing everything random, so I was making sure that was okay. A random is perfect. Random is fine. It's going to end up that way anyway. And yeah, her, the, 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 the treasure for, for Prince Galahad is the eternal noisy chew bone. Famed, tre- famed treasure that never, supposedly never loses its squeak or genuine bacon flavor. Mmm. Mmm. Shake, shake, and bacon. Bacon! <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Blind Geek, while we're going over some other, uh, while we're adding some other folk stuff, uh, come up with a, uh, um, if you can, for Cutter Stone and Professor, and for, uh, for Wanda, Cutter, and Professor Mutikoff, uh, three weapons, um, and then three locations from anywhere in time and space, and three treasures or coveted items. Uh, who would like to, Mr. K or Andros, uh, from either one of you? I'll start filling in there. Andros, go ahead. I did not lose Andros, did I? No, I was muted this oh, time. Oh, good. Okay, good. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I, I'm actually not quite finished yet. Uh, I have a couple more little things to fill in. All right. In the meantime, I'll read off what Nikki sent me this afternoon uh, via email. Uh, first character's name that she came up with was Nimi. The being is Apprentice Washerwoman Third Class. I met, Wow, what would a first class Apprentice Washerwoman be like? <laughs> Third class. She's brandy shiny new, so she has to do all the nasty smalls and socks and things. Ah, okay, she's being toughened. Um, yeah, she's, you know, learning the trade, as it were. Yeah. The weapon that she uses is the copper stick of wrathful righteousness. <laughs> and uh, the location is behind the English line at the Battle of Agincourt with Henry V on October 25th, 1415, Working on the stubborn stains on Lord Grimwald's second best pair of hose. <laughs> she was doing so well, they decided to give her a chance. <laughs> Excellent. Blood's hell to shift. I'm gonna get this in soak. <laughs> Behind the English lines at the Battle of Agincourt. That's your location. Uh, and the treasure, the fabled cup of Calgon, known to grant the possessor their heart's desire. Uh, we've already heard the line of, uh, the line of items, the line of five items, including the name for Prince Galahad, the, uh, seven pound chihuahua. And third, uh, third set of selections. Lynx Eye Lyra. A successful triform anamorph adventurous and part-time assassin. Well, adventurer. Oh, adventurer, adventurer. Part of the triform, you know. So. I see. That's right. I, I missed that. I missed that entirely. Uh, and the weapon, a sentient, yikes, blade dagger. A sentient blade dagger. Yikes. The yikes belongs in there. Uh, location, Yurban Grip City of Alpha Centauri 2. 
and those of you that have been there, um, hopefully you uh, hopefully you were able to stop by the special uh, house of house of Greek meat, where they do a sauté and a vegetable platter that you could just. I know nothing about Greek. I'm making that up. I'm I'm just totally making that up. Don't it's don't anybody how accurate. You got it though. That's it, it. Really is just that good. Don't anybody get pissed at me if you don't find it on Google Maps for Greek or Apple Centauri. The treasure, the legendary Quinrift Harun Ascat of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> or Hocus Pocus, as it's spelled here. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That was, uh, yeah, that was very vivid. What I have to ask, because I don't know, what is the legendary Kun Rift Harun Azkat? Oh, you Opus, don't know. Opus. It's I, legendary. Okay. Does that mean that? Surely you, you know. Does that mean that if you tell me, you have to kill yourself? <laughs> oh, not myself, my friend. I'm just putting a twist on it that turned out well for me. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess that's something that you kind of find out in the course of the story. It's, you know, it's this thing. <laughs> yeah, spending a lot of time... Now, see, this is the thing. Nikki, you poured quite a bit more into this than you really needed to. Sure. At, at the outset, which is fine. Long, that's good. That's Oh, fun. was it supposed to fill in later? You can get rid of all of the details. No, the details are helpful and they're very amusing. And more, I'm no doubt, can be filled in because that's the, the part of the process of, of just letting this thing play out. It's a, it's more of a mind uh, and imagination exercise than uh, than anything else. Because for for crunchy gameplay, this is at the bottom of the. This is, I think, Candyland is probably more difficult to play than this would be. <laughs> it's more a question of coming up with things on the fly and just imagining justifications. For certain combinations that will come up, we'll see. Depends. It all depends on the roll of the dice. Sometimes, sometimes just getting the result is enough of the game all by itself and picturing it as vividly as possible. <laughs> Justifying connections is probably going to be harder than coming up with original names and things. Okay, I'm ready when you are. Yay, alright, cool. Okay, I'm going to give you my three names first, then the three types and all like that. That works fine, sure. Okay, the first name is Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. The first. The first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Second name is Dr. Strangelove. Excellent. And the third name is Beethoven. Ludwig von Beethoven. The, the one and only. Yay, all right. Ludwig first name, or are you choosing a different first name? No, same one. Okay. Yeah. Ludwig. Might as well let him out to play. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay, and then the three types are mongoose. <laughs> I wish I had brought my mongoose costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, Android. Excellent. And Pernese Dragon. 
Burmese or Pern? Pern, like the Dragon Riders of Pern. Pernese Dragon, got it. Ah, okay. I'm going to change my spelling then, because that really, <laughs> that matters a whole lot. It sure does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pern- an audio podcast. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay, the, my three weapons mm-hmm. are stick with a nail in it. <laughs> <laughs> With the mongoose? It's going to be random. Random. Who knows? So anyone can wind up with it. Oh, okay. Oh, good point. Okay. Of course, my personal favorite, the Emotionator. <laughs> I love it. That's excellent. And the third one is Stormbringer. Ah. Oh. Yeah, definitely. We need to. Uh, <laughs> we need to, to to make mine more basic again. Yeah. That looks better. I'm. I'm. It's working fine. It's working. It's working yeah, fine. as long as it'll work, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, the, mine has too many details, and it doesn't fill. It doesn't fit in the box. So just strip it down. <laughs> well, I mean, we can take it for. We can take it as given. It, if we say the location is the behind the scenes of the battle, behind the English line of the Battle of Agincourt as a location, we can take it as given that there's a washerwoman somewhere in the vicinity trying to get bloodstains out. Whether it works into the actual scenario and the story and is, has an effect on things, it doesn't matter. It adds color. It's flavor text. <laughs> and it's good stuff. I like it. So, okay, I'm sorry, locations? Let's say locations, seashore. Mm-hmm. Alpha Centauri. Hey! Did you pick Alpha Centauri? I didn't. Yeah. Alpha Centauri 2. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe I should pick something else so we don't have duplication. Beetlejuice. Oh, we technically don't. She has Alpha Centauri 2. <laughs> 2. <laughs> that's true. Would you like to use City, no, City Alpha 5? <laughs> or... <laughs> That's actually what I was thinking, yes. Which one? SETI Alpha 5. SETI Alpha. Okay. Yeah. Five. Okay. Five. Okay. And Pandaria. Pandaria. And. Pandaria. WoW players will be more familiar with Pandaria than anybody else, but uh, it's okay. It can still be described quite well. Really self-explanatory, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, my three treasures are a cursed diamond. Hmm. The most amazing thing in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is this a fabulous, glowing, sparkly kitchen set? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think that was the most fabulous thing to do. I can't remember oh, now. I, I, I can remember. I can remember. Might be fabulous, right? Uh, and an oscillation over thruster. And <laughs> over That's pretty much all over the map, eh? <laughs> Sure. Well done. That's fine. That's excellent. Oh, I spelled diamond with two O's. That won't do. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, and a Q. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> and a Z. <laughs> oh, there's a D in it, too, isn't there, somewhere? <laughs> All right. Let's just 
Mm, that's better. Now I can see all of it. Good, good. This is great. <laughs> this is excellent. Uh, all right. There we go. Good deal. Mm-hmm. So it's time for mine then, right? Uh, if you're ready, certainly. Sure. Okay, the names of Bela Rubel, B-E-L-A-R-U-B-L-E. All one word or two words? All one word. B-E-L-A-R-U-B-L-E. Uh-huh. Bela Rubel, mm-hmm. Cactus Jack. <laughs> He's cool. got a prickly sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And Estrada the Rat. Estrada. Estrada is an uh, Estrada the... <laughs> like Eric Estrada? <laughs> Basically, yeah. The Rat? The Rat. Okay. All right, the self-aware being things. I've got a newspaper sales bot. Okay. A milkman. Alrighty. And an intelligent horseshoe crab. Uh-huh. Okay. Weapons. An iron sledgehammer. Okay. A, nin- a ninja sword. Oh crap, I'm sorry. I gotta back up here. I put iron sledgehammer in the wrong box. Ninja sword. And a broken wishbone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. All right, fixed locations. The Taj Mahal. (laughs) The, The top of the CN Tower. Mm-hmm. And the Jurassic Park Visitor Center. <laughs> nice. Benoit. <Bad> Absolutely. <laughs> and the fabulous treasures. A previously unknown original Renoir. Damn. A motor. Whoops, dropped out. What? I got a motor. Uh oh. Oh, come back! Are you hearing me? Now I am. Now. Yeah. Now you're hearing me. Okay. Yep. A, a motor that runs on water. <laughs> Shit. And, and a paddle with a rubber ball attached. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Excellent.
All right, let me see here. Correct formatting on this because it's just a different thing. Ah, very good. Very good. All right. This is very cool. Blind Geek, how you doing? I'm doing good. I, I posted mine, but I can read them off. Um, let's see. We got Cutter Stone, Wanda Bread, B-R-E-D-D, and Professor Mutikov. Yep. And Beings, I think they'll just go down even though we've already got them written down there. Archaeologist Adventurer, Sentient Female Toaster, Russian Hamster Mad Scientist. Yep. Weapons are Nickel-Plated Pistol, Over-Toasted Bagel Pult. I'm sorry, what is an over-toasted... Oh, I don't even know how to spell that. Instead of a catapult, it's a bagel pult. Yes. Oh. Over-toasted bagel. Scary. Our imaginations are so twisted, she gets... That was really frightening. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was... Here, I'm thinking it's like a special name for some piece of burnt food. That's the other thing. I'm like, yeah, an over-toasted bagel pult. <laughs> the first one, nickel-plated, what's it? Nickel-plated pistol. And the third weapon is a sproying ray. S R I N G. But he's Russian, so it's sproink. Sproink ray. Sproink ray. You can decide what it does now, or it can happen later on. It's okay, up to it you. Later, because I have no. But it <laughs> makes an interesting noise. It does, it's even firing, it says sproing. Very nice. It says it with a question mark like that too. Um, uh, just to uh, clarify for myself here, is, and it's up to you if you want this to be linear or not, I put the sproing ray after Cutter Stone and the nickel-plated pistol after Professor Mutikoff. Would oh, you like those reversed? Uh, that's how they were written, but it doesn't matter. You're right, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so then we have locations. Hilda Gildebrandt's Hopscotch Saloon. <laughs> G-I-L-D-E-G-I-L-Hilda and then G-I-L-D-E-B-R-A-N-D-T. I put an extra N in there. Okay, got it. Okay. Hopscotch Saloon. Hopscotch Saloon again. I have no idea what it is. I just went... It is what it is. It is. Um, down by the Lazy River. <laughs> yeah. Down by the Lazy is all one word. It's the name of the river. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's overlooked by, uh, that's your finger, your woody at mountain. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wish I could remember what book that was from. That's funny. Down by the Lazy River. River. Final location is Tommy's Left Shoe. Tommy's left shoe. I don't know who Tommy is, or... Well, he's a pinball wizard. Maybe. That's got to be a twist. He's got such a supple wrist. Yes. Then we have... Treasures, the world's only remaining set of goldenware. 
Mm-hmm. And the second treasure is gumshoe rubies. Uh-huh. And the third treasure is all the ice cream you can eat. Just the cutter stripes is not complete without at least one cause reference. For those of you younger crowd, that's Bill Cosby. Look him up. Oh, that's that's another thing this comic likes to do. It, uh, his name is Pete Holmes, and he does uh, he does a Bill Cosby, uh, as he says, not because it's good, but because I just feel so good while I'm doing it. <laughs> <clears throat> Gumshoe rubies. It's going back to uh, how many times? Cigars. How many times during the gutter skypes for the past like what five years? Am I going to be asking you who did these recordings? And you telling me and me forgetting over and over and over again because I can't see the cassette case behind me up on the shelf. You need to upgrade, pal. I guess I do. Get them on DVD. We've even done a remastered version that takes that wimpy little, and this is their admission also, so I'm not dissing them, wimpy little drum machine they had and put some actual oomph behind some of the instrumentation. Um, It is CBS... Foundation. GBS Foundation. I'm never going to remember that. So, you know, six months from now or eight months from now, whatever, I'll ask you again and it'll be like, and you'll tell me it's ZBS Foundation. Yeah. I've known about it for as long as long as uh, it would justify there being cassettes on my shelf. (laughs) And and yet, uh, how soon I forget. It's only been 20 years. Wow. It is going to be one of these days because it's going to be a time-consuming process unless I can get other people to do it with me and maybe I'll go on some ZBS forms. I think Ruby the Galactic Gumshoe of the Universe would make an awesome setting for a role-playing game. And I think it'd be cool to go through and make the Ruby Encyclopedia because there's so many planets and things that, kind of like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, there are so many planets and things that are just mentioned offhandedly throughout the, throughout the story. And it'd be really cool to, not just the, I mean, he's got several in the series now, and it would just be cool to have all that information cataloged and, and, uh, easily looked up. And you, I mean, it's a pretty wide spanning universe for, if you wanted to do campaigns, which <laughs> tend to get better when you've done some acid beforehand, but still, they're, they're <laughs> not quite as acid dependent as the Jack Flanders series. Or the Fletcher Hank series. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, see, but in a very different way. But yes. You probably have to leave the acid part out. Uh, <laughs> and, and at least in publication. I am looking for, am I going to find one? Let okay. me see here. Wait, before you get started, I have to scamper off. I will be back in two minutes. Okie dokie, no worries. Maybe three. No worries. What yeah, I'm going to take a bio break. Because... Otherwise, I'm going to be rather uncomfortable, and I don't want to be uncomfortable. Don't be uncomfortable. Take a bio break. That goes for anybody that eats to, obviously. Uh, what I'm looking for is a D12. Have I got one? All I'm seeing are D10s. Oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> oh, man. You have D6s. Uh, I do have D6s. I'll probably just roll two of those. Then. Well, 
you don't, then you, 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 you miss the ones unless you do like one of them indicates whether it's one through six or two through twelve. And then the other one, of course, is the number in that range. And there you go. Hmm. Well, this isn't fair because I had a full set. I had a couple of full sets. Why do I not have my D12s that should go with it? Hey. How often do we, how often do we use D12s? Never. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's uh, not apparently that popular anymore to have those or use them. So, um, I think I may have missed... You're actually playing a, 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 a D20 game. <laughs> what the hell? Alright, I'm just going to have to put these back in the bag one at a time until I come across it. Otherwise, this could be a... This could be terrible. Oh, there it is. Alright. Wow, I better not lose it. <laughs> <laughs> just got the... Just got the one. Wow. I never sent away for I never sent away for the two pound bag of dice or the one pound yeah. bag of dice. It's been sitting in my Amazon waiting list box thing for ages. I just didn't get to it. So obviously, what happens? What we got now is a completely filled in table, very much uh, very similar to the alternate reality television thing that I did uh, as a PHP random generated exercise years ago, and it's still up on the Animal Plot site. Um, in terms of bizarreness, you get an idea of how strange things can get just by going to that page. I'll probably stick a link in the uh, show notes for this. Uh, just by hitting reload, because it pulls from a table of, I think, either 20 or 40 uh, random possibilities in, I think, also five columns. But it just sets a scene, uh, a la something that you might see on a television that tunes into, uh, every possibility in the multiverse and only comes up with, uh, the ones that are on the list. One of these days I should refresh that to go to 80 or 120. It's just kind of tough to come up with new, uh, new, new names and places and things. Because it has to follow certain rules. Yeah. I'm oh. back. Keen, welcome back. Do you? Do oh, you, very much. Do you have? Oh, very much. Do you have um a? Do you have a twelve-sided die? I do. I'm sorry, do I what? Do you have a twelve-sided <laughs> die or two? Or uh, wait a minute, with a two, it's two six-sided dies, isn't it? Two, two sixes, yeah. yeah. Oh, that I got. Okay. Though I do have a 12-sided. Then you can use that. Okay. Because you'll uh, you'll note that uh, each column has 12 possibilities in it. How clever was I? Cough. Yes. Cough. <laughs> Does each block get a number? Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess it's just going down. One, two, three, four, one through twelve, right? Yeah. 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 Do I roll now? Is that what I'm supposed to do? If you want to go first, sure, you can do that. Oh, hold me. I thought you were. Star- I'm sorry. No, no, no. You don't want to go no. first. Somebody else. I'm 
wants to go first, and I don't want to put myself forward. You know, I've never been one to put myself. I've never been one to put myself forward. Nikki, roll the die. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, (laughs) Welcome back, Wendy. Thank you. How many times do I roll this die? Uh, you're probably gonna roll 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 it five times. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna roll it until it stops. For name, for being, weapons, place, I'm going to go in that order, okay? Okay. Is that how it, how, is that how it works? Uh, uh, you know what? Or not, you, because... You can, do, you can do a called shot before you roll the die. You can say this is going to be, uh, this this roll is going to be for location, this one's going to be for name, This just so long as you fill it in. We keep rolling 20s? Uh, 12. Excuse me, 20s. Oh, 12s, okay. Yeah. Okay, here goes, I'm rolling for my name. I like going in order, you see. Mm-hmm. Number five, I am Laddie. Prince Galahad Braveheart. Hang on a second. Let me Prince Galahad it. Braveheart, Fear Smote the Third. Thank you. Call me Laddie. That's Alrighty. who I am. And what will I be? Oh my. Um, I will be... I will be... A washerwoman, third class. <laughs> you are Laddie... The washerwoman, third apprentice washerwoman, third apprentice. class. <laughs> third class. And then my weapon will be, oh, I hope it's the stick with a nail in it. My weapon will be, my weapon will be the ninja sword. No one will expect that. Damn. Ninja sword. A washerwoman armed with a ninja sword. I will be found. I will be found at the Jurassic Park Visitor Center. That makes sense. Yes, I'm going to annoy everyone by saying that every time that comes up because and my treasure. Wait a minute, I can't find that. Where is it? Because I just am. Oh, there treasure. it is. Okay, Jurassic Park Visitor Center. We oh. have a treasure. Is thank God it's all the ice cream you can. <laughs> Which can be, actually can be found at the Jurassic Park Visitor Center. <laughs> That's right. He had some when the powder was down. It needs eating up. It's melting. And I'm back. And Mr. K is back. Hi. Welcome back, Mr. K. I'm all done. Game over. I win. You. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki has rolled a, a D12 and uh, come up with... The uh, character name of uh, Prince Galahad Braveheart, Fierce Mote the Third, who is an apprentice washerwoman armed with a ninja sword, can be found at the Jurassic Park Visitor Center. And Nikki, I missed uh, the I missed the coveted item. All the ice cream. That's right, all the ice cream you need. I was too busy thinking about the scene in uh, Jurassic Park. All the ice cream. I thought that is what you were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something I never actually really worked out was uh, how, who goes in what order in order to roll up uh, a character. Oh. So, should we have gone around as a round robin instead? Well, we I might have, have, but as so far as uh, these rolls. so far as uh, the way. Is, is, is just one roll, so it's not like it makes that much difference. Yeah, and if we hit the same name or the same location, we can just uh, roll again. And as far as, uh, as far as order is going, 
As far as uh, the orders go, uh, uh, Nikki, you're the first icon on my left. And if we're, if we're, if we're going to go that way, which I usually did, I used to when we got lots and lots of email. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> um, uh, the order. Let him put it on the forum anymore. <laughs> the like, order that I'm, <laughs> the order that I'm looking at is, uh, uh, Nikki, Andros, Blind Geek, Mr. K, across from my left to right. So Andros, uh, if or you want to. Mr. Wanna... K gets, no, no, oh, Adam gets yeah. stuck. What, what's, what's left over? Wait, there's 12. And there's there's Adam running. running. So yeah, Mr. K gets stuck with whatever's left. <laughs> Okay, I didn't actually write these down, so I'm just going to read off the numbers and tell me what I rolled, okay? Okie doke. A six? A six. That is Cutter Stone. <gasps> oh! That oh, Venom! That is if I'm you're... I'm so you're... sorry, I numbered my own little sheet, which is, of course, not what you numbered. Let Andro start, and I'll come back. I'll take what's left over. <laughs> I thought I was, I wasn't even, uh, no, I will take what's left. Go, go, Andrew, Listen, you uh, go. Just, just it still works. No, I nope, can let nope, you, I can let you nope, know what the numbers nope, are, what, what nope, they are in order. I will send this to you guys in a complete nope, form here. No, you should have told me. I was, I was dead wrong. I should have just given you the number and you tell me and I didn't do it. I want what's left. Dibs. That's fine. All right. Well, that's fine. We'll do Dibs that. For what's left. Over. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do I it. Everything I had is back in the pot, back in the pot, back in the pot. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Um, also, I should say, uh, Andros, you can name which column you're rolling for or you can just go straight across in order as you, as uh, you roll. I'm just going to go straight across in order. That's fine. Good deal. It's perfectly right. amusing that way. So you yeah. roll, for a name, you rolled Cutterstone. Right. Okay. For, for being, next column over. Eleven. And eleven. You, that is Perny's Dragon. A, a dragon of Pern. Cutterstone. Who knew? <laughs> Times they are changing. Oh, and Catherine would be rolling twelve. Rolling a d twelve is what she'd probably be doing, actually. So we're already down the thing here. These dragon. You can read those books these days. Oh, supposedly they're good. They're classics, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, twelve under twelve is under weapon. Yes. Uh, yes. Broken wishbone. Uh, wait, no. Oh, no, that's correct. Yes, 12 is Broken Wishbone. Uh, Pernese Dragon with a Broken Wishbone. That's, that's, that's sad. Kind of sad. He's had better days. <laughs> Not even any flame moss, I tell you. Damn. Uh, seven? Maybe it's a bar bet. <laughs> seven is location. Yes. Yeah. Seti Alpha 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what do you do with a broken wishbone on City Alpha? Early in the morning, <laughs> you die, Mister Bond. You die, Mister Bond. <laughs> Sorry, Adam, you had the cadence perfectly. I couldn't pass it. That's fine. Okay, and uh, coveted treasure is five. Five under because of the eternal noisy chew bone. A famed treasure yeah. supposedly never loses its squeak or its genuine bacon flavor. I'm just going to cut and paste that. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Where am I here? 
Come on, over, 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 and good. Okay, next in line is Blind Geek. Blind Geek. Okay. Should I assume I, also you're rolling uh, across the board for name I'm location? Across the board, because that just seems to be the trend we have going, and I see no reason why it shouldn't continue. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, the first number I roll is five. Five. That was it. Since it's back in the pot, then it's open for grabs, and that makes you Prince Galahad Braveheart Fierce Mode the third. What is it? Galahad? Prince Galahad Braveheart Fears Moat. Fears and Moat. Uh, the third. Also known as Laddie. Next roll is 12, which is already... Oh no, maybe not for being. 12, uh, 12. for being is an intelligent horseshoe crab. <laughs> All right. Laddie, the intelligent horseshoe crab. <laughs> okay. Next is, for weapon, is eight. Eight for weapon is, back in the, it's ninja sword. <laughs> An intelligent horseshoe crab with a ninja sword? How the hell does the damn thing carry it around? <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a, a regimental kilt and sporting a Scottish accent. <laughs> Two for location Hilda Gildebrand's Hopscot Saloon. <laughs> well, what else would a Scottish crab hang out? <laughs> where it, where it uh, yeah, carves teeth out of uh, a plank. Uh, very quickly. Alright, I'm done with the Black Adder references. Okay, and last but not least. The fabulous item. The treasure. Six. Six is gumshoe rubies. Hmm, there's a zen going on here. Alright, there we go. That's gumshoe rubies under yours. That's that one. That's Blind Geek. Now, Mr. K. Alright. For the name, I, I didn't write these down either, so... No worries, I... No I worries. rolled for the name an eight. An is eight. That taken? Uh, eight is Cactus Jack. Oh, sweet. <laughs> people are rolling on... For people are getting stuff that they submitted, which is excellent. Cactus Jack. That's from Mr. K. Okay, uh, next... Being whatever feature thing, I mm -hmm. rolled another eight. Another eight, milkman. Cactus Jack, the milkman. Now, if you get the weapon, you're gonna you have to like Adam. microwave that die. Am I muted? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Come back. Did you get that you uh, did you get that you rolled a milkman? Milkman. <laughs> Number eight was the being. Yes, milkman. So you got Cactus Jack, Milkman. Cactus if you, Jack, the Milkman. Yeah, if you roll a Sorry. if you roll a ninja sword, then uh, it's, it's weapon. <laughs> I got a nine that time. Ah, sentient yikes! Blade dagger. Sentient blade dagger. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm guessing it's that's a yikes a, blade. It's a yikes blade. I don't know what that means, but the yikes with exclamation points. points. Absolutely. Yikes. Okay. Fixed location. I like his reaction. Mm -hmm. One. 
The fixed location one is behind the English lines at the Battle of Azincourt. <laughs> you can have the extended that, version if you want. Soldiers got a drink too. <laughs> what time did and you want your yogurt, General? <laughs> fabulous treasure or not? Eleven. Eleven fabulous treasure is the oscillation overthruster. To be found <laughs> behind the English lines, the Battle of Hatchingford. Or not. Yes. Okay, Nikki very graciously has gone uh, back to um has gone back to uh I'm gonna empty out the boxes here for a sec. There we go. Is going to be re-rolling for her selections, and there's still plenty left. Hmm. Yes, but I, I, when I was mumbling, I was wrong. I'd forgotten there are three of us, and there are twelve of each thing. Yes, but I still, so. I still shouldn't have called my own thingies. It's just because my grid was different, and I was not thinking about that. Yeah, but I thought one person so, would be left with whatever was left over, and, I, and I'd forgotten until he rolled, and it was like, no, nope, he's a got a lot of stuff that hasn't been used yet, and a lot that never... So if you if you wanted to fight, or you could you could trim it down so you are stuck with what's left, not stuck, but that you get what's left and have to work with that, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Or you could... So shall I just roll, and, and if I roll what somebody else has, I'll just roll again? Uh, precisely what you said. Alright. I got a... Six... A six. Somebody has already cut her stone, I think. Yes. Yeah, Andros has cut her stone already. Try uh, roll yes. again. One. One is Nimmy. Nobody's Nimmy yet, except okay. you are. I am now. You are uh, Nimmy. That's the name, anyway. Nimmy. Eleven. Is that the man? Eleven is Beethoven. Wait a minute, no, I'm wrong. Uh, Eleven is Pernese Dragon, and someone is actually... I'm already that, yeah. Yep. Okay. Five. Five. You are Nimi the seven-pound chihuahua. <laughs> I'm going to get... I got it. I'm trying to cut and paste while I get the years that she won the uh, ribbon. Here we go. 2009 to 2012. Okay. <laughs> Very important. Very is uh, six again? Six on the weapon. Where are we? Sproing ray. Oh, cool. A chihuahua armed with a ray gun. Works a, a sproing ray? I don't know. Don't care. Love that. Sproing ray. No one will suspect that. <laughs> My place is four. And as soon as I saw, as soon as I saw sproing ray, I thought of the, uh, I thought of the. Um, Keith Parkinson illustration of the big muscled spaceman in the bar uh, with his eyes wide open and his hands like up with this tiny little dog-like creature pointing a big-ass ray gun right at his nose. (laughs) It's just, it's hysterical. And this other little Weasley character, tiny, tiny compared to him, pulling his own ray pistol out of his holster behind him. Um, You said seven on location? Four. Four on location. Yeah. Taj Mahal. Taj. And lastly, my treasure is eight. 
I'm having navigation difficulties here on the boxes. And it's coming back. Treasure 8, a motor that runs on water. Mm. All right. And let's put that in the box. So to sum up, <laughs> what we end up with here for just a, of the bare bones uh, beginnings of what the possibilities are for either an encounter, a story, uh, a, um, a confrontation, or whatever. Starting at the top, uh, in order that uh, the icons go across my screen, Nikki Andros playing Geek Mr. K. Nikki. Nimi, a seven-pound chihuahua, best-in-show champion, armed with the sprawling ray, is at the Taj Mahal, and the most fabulous treasure that uh, can be sought for this particular character is a motor that runs on water. Andros is Cutter Stone, a dragon of Pern, or a Pernese dragon, armed with a broken wishbone, uh, can be found on SETI Alpha 5, for reasons that are not yet clear. And the the treasure uh, for that particular character is the eternal noisy Chewbone. <laughs> Blind Geek is Prince Galahad Braveheart Fearsmoke the Third, an intelligent horseshoe crab. And <laughs> the, the name is larger than the creature. Yeah. Uh, armed with a ninja sword. Uh, can be found at Hilda, Hilda Gildebrand's Hopscotch Saloon and um, would seek, if possible, gumshoe rubies as the treasure. And finally, Mr. K, Cactus Jack is the name, Milkman, armed with a sentient blade dagger. Yikes! Behind the English, line, uh, behind the English lines at the Battle of Agincourt. And uh, who knows the true value of an oscillation overthruster? I don't know what that is either. So I looked it up. There's actually it's actually uh, something. Okay. <laughs> That's a thing from Buckaroo Banzai. Well, that's right. That was referred to uh, Andros. You referred to that before in another episode. Laugh while you can, uh, monkey boy. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yep. Alright. Good movie if you want to watch it sometime. It's been ages. Is there someone crying? There's someone crying out there. <laughs> when he stops his concert because he can hear her crying. Mm-hmm. Oh my. I can't remember what year I. Uh, whatever year it came out on VHS, obviously that would be the year that I saw it. So, And that was a. God, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Holy crap, alright. Now, at this point... There be a game coming out in that universe, but... Hmm? I haven't heard anything about it for a very long time, but there was supposed to be a role-playing Adam game. Adam in, 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 in Entertainment was doing one, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Buckaroo Banzai, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't think, but I haven't heard much about that lately myself, so I'm going to have to dig and see. Yeah, between that one and into the far west. Come on, man, I want to give you money. Bring some stuff out. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. 
Okay. Is three taken? No, three is not taken. I'm going to proceed with this. Oh, no, it's, it's your creation. <laughs> well, see, there's a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of different ways this can proceed. It can either be how, uh, first of all, how do you just, how do you come up with a backstory that explains, that actually, Big Boutet? I'm sorry, I looked at Bucker Bonsai and the, the aliens, all, their first names are all John, John, and the last names are things like Yaya, Smallberries, and Big <laughs> <Yeah>. Boutet. <laughs> John Yaya. Yeah. Yeah. John Smallberries and John Big Boutet. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I knew Big I knew Big Bouquet wasn't there for some reason. Somehow, I couldn't remember why. Somehow that makes perfect sense. The, the era. <laughs> yes, they were red lectures. Laugh while you can. That's gotta be on Netflix. It's gotta be. It is. It's on Netflix. Oh, I don't know watching tonight. Oh, which I just mm-hmm. watched I, I just tried watching Iron Sky. Oh, oh God! I got I got twenty minutes into that, and I was like, "All right, you go ahead. I'm sorry, you, you brought it well, up. I want to hear your take I, on this." I didn't finish it because I forgot a very important factor. First of all, it should be noted that no one else in my house will have the slightest interest of watching this thing. Mm. Uh, even Zeke left the room, but <laughs> but. Wow. Uh, I tried it anyway, and I forgot a very important detail when the blind person is watching something like this. <laughs> the plot involves Nazis, which means a good portion of the dialogue is going to be in German. With subtitles, apparently. Oh. So, yeah. I watched about a half hour of it, had really not much of a clear indication as to what's going on. However, I'm going to give it another shot, for the simple fact that I found myself cracking up at the fact that the U.S. had launched a ship called the USS George W. Bush, and I just cracked uh-huh. up, because that's the kind of movie that we're dealing with here. Yes, I'm a, not a fan, so blindgeekatlioncourt.com. Bring it. Okay. Um, so, Before yeah, I get was... on the... yeah. Before I mention this, this one update here, how many of you saw Sharknado? <laughs> no. 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 Not it. See it. <laughs> we talked a little bit about that. Uh, oh, uh, Nikki and I were talking to, to Nevin Sarah on Sunday about this. <laughs> Holy crap. There's already going to be a Sharknado 2. It's been of announced. Of course there is. Probably it was already filmed before they released Sharknado 1. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, man. I did, I did a Google search about the Buckaroo Banzai RPG. Uh, as of July 10th, it is still, they're, they're still awaiting cri- uh, final of, of, of approvals from the licensor. So, and they've been, oh, and they've, they've been waiting for, they've been waiting for those since November of last year. Why wouldn't they wait to announce the damn thing until after the licensing was approved? so excited. That, that's just... That's irresponsible. To borrow, to borrow Slowash Bugglers of the Seven Skies, who got it from various other sources, that's just bad form. <laughs> damn it. Bad form, old boy, very bad form. <laughs> the original announcement was July 18th, 2011. That was oh, when yeah, they first got the, agree- I mean, the agreement and all that. And then it was like, 
a year and a half later that they were that was their first update saying we're still waiting for licensor approvals, but and they're apparently still waiting for those approvals. So it makes me wonder who owns this thing, so yeah. we can go talk to them very firmly and say, yeah, let them release this game. Yeah, sometimes the problem with this is trying to find whoever has the rights to it. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Again, should have waited to announce it until after that was all dealt with because you're leaving people hanging. Yeah. And as long as you're Googling things, Mark, could you look up into the Far West and see what we can find out about that that has been... To the Far West. It's an RPG? It is. They had a huge Kickstarter, very successful Kickstarter a while back. And uh, I bet those people are extreme. I didn't contribute. Ooh. Western Wuxia thing. There's a thread. Yeah, kick ass. Well, there was a there's a three-post thread on RPG.net from two years ago. Uh, <laughs> what their website says. Uh, let's see. It's odd, because this thing was huge. I mean, the Kickstarter... Did not quite fate core huge, but it did a pretty damn yeah. good clip past its goal, and nothing. Okay. Go to the intothefarwest.com website, and they've got Adventure Game Pre-Order is now open. Visit the store. I hit that link, and it's a 404. Not a good sign. No. Uh, let's see here. Uh, all this stuff here. Join our mailing list. Um... See what latest entries says here. That's a 404. Wow. Bunch of random. Oh, it's Cubicle 7 doing that? Uh, no, it was Adam Entertainment as far as I. Know. I've got a little thing here that has Cubicle 7. Unless it's one of those things, one of those weird cooperation. Maybe they were going to do the. Yeah, maybe they were going to do the print run maybe or something. Like distribution. All of the links off of this page of latest entries, uh, development, every link that I have hit off of this page, let me hit forum here and see if that has anything. The forum works. Okay, that's the only thing I've found so far that he doesn't hit a hit of 404, and I... What's the most recent entry? Press updates every Friday. Let's see here. There's a June 28th one on here. I'm sorry, Adam. I didn't mean to take this much time. With this. <laughs> this is not a no. This is not a problem. I, I, I'm, I'm, this is kind of like at the. This is uh, come to the to the fork. Or multi forks in the road, where <laughs> absolutely everything that could happen at this from this point forward is going to take way more than half an hour. <laughs> way you know, more than half an hour. There too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, between now and ten o'clock, we'd never get done with anything that could proceed after okay. this. But talking about the possibilities will be fun. June twenty-eighth, coming up past the end of June. I'm sorry to say that. Uh, and it, it, it is Gareth Michael Skarka who is working on this game. He's the guy behind Adamant, so who knows what the arrangement there is. Uh, 
Sorry to say that I'm probably going to go over my own deadline. I'd originally set the end of this month for the final This Is It Art and Text deadline when Far West would move out to layout from here on, and I'm a hair behind that on the art. Not by a, more than a handful of days, and certainly I'm not one who would want to short shrift on artwork. Final product is too important, but it's still aggravating. Buddy blah. Again, not much longer, he says. Um, so... And that was and that was what year? And he's also hoped that and you know that that, that was June twenty eighth. That was about two to three weeks ago. Oh, this year, okay, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's supposed to go in. It should hopefully be in layout by now. And uh, it says that once it's in layout, it posts the occasional sample page so you can see progress. Uh, um, and they're looking to 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 ramp up the website again soon. So, <laughs> considering all the the 404s branching off of that, yeah, that's <laughs> good idea. <laughs> wow. So there you go. Yep. All right. Then they have the artwork done. They'll have something for it. That's a <laughs> that's the definition of inundated. Well, I'm glad it's still, glad it's still at least kind of having just some sort of conclusion. It's a one, using his words yeah. carefully. It's a one-man company, apparently. I know, but still, a lot of them are. But it's still, yeah. I, I, I guess I'm just. Uh, I think if you're gonna. I like the way, now granted, Spectrum Games has several people, but not a lot. They've got maybe three or four. But I like what what they did, have done with, of course, this hasn't come out yet either, but it's a lot closer than Far West seems to be. Um, they took the, they did the Kickstarter, and most of the, the writing of the game and stuff was already, was already done. It was more like, now we gotta pay these people for, you know, if we have to, we can, you know, we've got to pay for art or get art in there, and that's, so it was like, okay, now that we've got the money, let's get the art in here and we can publish this thing. Whereas it sounds like this was, I mean, there is no, and they give... I'm going to put a Kickstarter up with this idea I had at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Holy crap, they all paid for it. Oh, my God. What do I do now? <laughs> got to come up with the premiums. Why did I do all those stretch goals? That, that's, stretch, that's what they call them, right? Yeah, people start getting lollipops. He's going back to Buckaroo Bonsai. I was thinking to myself, what the, who the hell is sitting, if they own the rights, who the hell is sitting on this thinking it's going to make some kind of money elsewhere? Well, actually, it does. Um, it's not as dead as you may think. Moonstone.com has been publishing Buckaroo Bonsai comic books for quite some time. Okay. The only other thing I could think of was Buckaroo Banzai, the musical. That would not surprise me for a second. CD, because I picked that up in a second. Maybe they already have, for all I know. I'm going to have to Amazon that and see. Hmm. That would be interesting. That would be a walk down, uh, um, that would be a walk down memory. Uh, oh, God. Memory something. Memory something. <laughs> B-A-N-C-A-I, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to pull that out to watch this weekend again. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what were you going to say about Iron Sky? Is it, is it, oh, is it not going to be giving another? 
What a piece of shit. What a utter piece of shit. I, I, you the know, colors I, looked cool, so I thought, I mean, what the hell? It looked like yeah, a big, visually, like the next thing to Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. It, I, I mean, it, it was, it, it wasn't like, it, it, I'm trying to, I, I don't know how, it, I'm trying to describe high production values for visuals, um, consistent design, it's basically, if, if the Nazis were to escape Earth and build a base and, and their, and their culture on the moon, what would it look like? And everything, you, everything you see and everything they do and the feel of everything that goes with the film is accurate and true to form. And really? it still sucks. <laughs> still. He's still Wait, looking it's at accurate me. and true to form. They're fighting flying Nazi saucers coming down. Yeah, but they're Nazi saucers built as if German, as if World War II German engineers designed it. The moon base looks like German engineers would have designed it. The living quarters are, are throwbacks to every bad uh, war movie you ever saw of uh, of wartime accommodations. Um. Near the front, during, during Russian or or uh, in France, it, it's okay. consistent. When you said Iron Skies, I thought I had seen this movie, but now I'm sure I haven't. Yeah, it's, it's Nazis uh, regroup, have regrouped on the moon and they're getting Nazis ready to attack. In Earth. Space. Basically, yeah. And don't fall into the trap I fell into. It's only one sky. I tried finding Iron Skies and couldn't find it for days, and went, what the hell? And then I finally, yeah, yeah, it's just one sky. Anyway, I I wanted something that would be would give uh, Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow run for its money because I love that movie, mm-hmm. even though its CG battle scenes are probably longer than they it's needed. It's very to unfair still. of me to say, Nikki, are you are you still with us? <laughs> okay. Uh, hello. I'm sorry. I I, I just I, I was worried that you, uh, Skype had either dropped you or you were muted, and I don't no, know. I was listening and I was not muted, no matter what anybody says. Okay. <laughs> she was muted. Oh, oh no. No, I wasn't. Maybe a little bit. I wonder what, uh, it's a bummer. Uh, um, I, it would be very unfair of me to say, no, there's no possible way this film is gonna give Sky Captain any kind of a run for its money. <clears throat> um, it would be unfair of me to say that because I didn't see the whole thing. Because I just couldn't bear to watch it anymore. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, it's definitely campier than, than, uh. Yeah, it, it's, it doesn't take itself terribly like seriously. Nazis must die sort of thing. I don't know, I haven't seen that. But Sky Captain, even though it's, I guess by the very nature of its being pulpy, is a little campy. It, Take, it plays it straight enough where you, you know, you get sucked into the world, whereas this one is much more kind of playing it for... It's well, pretty tongue-in-cheek. Camp. It's pretty tongue-in-cheek, yeah. yeah it, uh, and I was... That was a little... Dis- I mean, it was still kind of funny, but it was a little... Dis- I'm hoping if Shane Black gets to do his Doc Savage movie that they don't go that route with it, because... I hope they go Sky Captain with it, because that would yeah, be exactly. that would be awesome. That would be kick ass. Yeah. It would fit perfectly. I think they will only because I know I know from reading stuff that he's a big fan of the series, and I think that's a big a big uh, 
part of what you need to, to have that. Um, I think they could have used a little... Well, I shouldn't say that. I haven't seen it. From everything I've read, I... Disclaimer. I think they could have used a little more of that for the Lone Ranger movie. Hmm. Okay. Is that worth watching, by the way? I... I it depends on who you talk to. I haven't seen it. I'm, I've heard... Uh, the best review I've heard about it was from XO4, who said if you, he said your best bet is to just go and watch it and just watch it for a summer action flick and kind of forget that it's supposed to be a Lone Ranger movie. That's what I was thinking, yeah. It's kind of the same thing with the, with the, with World War Z from what I've heard. And it, and I have seen that and it is an enjoyable action movie. Hmm. Even if, <laughs> I haven't seen that yet, but I've heard. I only heard one good review of that movie. Everybody else I've, I've talked to has seen it and said, great cast. Yeah, and I, one complaint I've heard is that uh, the, they broke the one cardinal rule of Superman, that he's not supposed to gratuitously kill people. What? Excuse me? Maybe it was gratuitous. Maybe he was in a mood, and, you know, they, well, like, cut in front of him in line or something. All perfectly justified. <laughs> No, it's just, if, if you don't mind me mentioning, uh, I haven't seen it myself, but what I've heard is that he has this, like, knockdown, drag-out, Transformer-style battle in the middle of town with this bad guy, a town full of people, and skyscrapers and whatnot. So there's lots of collateral damage, which he doesn't actually ever do. Seem, seem, yeah, which he doesn't seem to actually try to prevent. <laughs> Damn, I guess uh, the, they saw that weakness in uh, the first film and said, nah, not going to be able to play that card this time. God. Yeah, it's the only other thing. I think Superman was supposed to have only actually killed one person intentionally, and that was a plot point, I think. Hmm. But this is different. i got a lot of films to catch up on. <laughs> 20, 30, yeah. So like 20 or 30 movies I need to watch. <laughs> well, folks, it's, uh, basic, um, basically what we have here is the beginnings of a scenario that takes a, 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 a wide stretch or a, a far leap of the imagination and a lot of mental gymnastics to make work. What would probably happen next is the G, the GM would roll a D12 to come up with uh, at least two other characters from this very same set that we uh, pulled in seven bucks, five by twelve box that we pulled from, uh, re-rolling whenever the whenever the same item or place or whatever comes comes up, so that there are at least two. Nemesis <laughs> that are going to hunt for a treasure and maybe determining the location and the actual uh, item of desire or treasure would be a simple matter of rolling a d4 since there are four characters or uh, depending on how many players are involved um, I guess if there were only three players tonight uh, I don't know Whatever you would do randomly to come up with uh, uh, number one, uh, numbers one through three, 
to determine the place. So if I rolled a d4 and came up with uh, a 3, in this case, it would uh, the adventure or the encounter would take place at Hilda Gildebrandt's Hopscotch Saloon, and all characters would converge there. And if I rolled a d4 again and got... Um, and got uh, a two, then the item that's being fought over is the eternal noisy chew bone. <laughs> so you, you, I mean, you could conceivably have Nimi, the Chihuahua, Cutter Stone, the Pernese Dragon, um, Prince Galahad, the Horseshoe Crab, and Cactus Jack, the Milkman, all fighting Doctor Strangelove. The mongoose, who's armed with the emotionator, at at the branch of that salute, and the, the I mean the the, the the challenge is setting the scene and visualizing it perfectly. Because you know we're all method actors. So what's our motivation? What's our motivation? Why do Get we want this treasure! to be <laughs> Look out! Look out, Wanda Bread, the newspaper cell bot, is swinging Stormbringer. So <laughs> we gotta be careful, you know? <laughs> and, oh. As huge Forgive me, I knew not what I was doing. <laughs> it's, it's all in how the dice put the thing, put these, these combinations together that gives you the visual for the encounter. And, and, <laughs> It, it, it's, yeah, just imagining the picture and the scene in your mind as it takes place. Because it's, it's kind of like, I've been, I've been looking at quantum theory and quantum physics YouTube videos for a while, and one of the things they mention is particles or entire universes as part of the popular, uh, popular, uh, wild series on, on the fringe of physics. Universes pop up and last in tenths of a second or millionths of a second and then wake out of existence all the time, everywhere, along with particles and things like that. They just pop up and they go away. And this could be an example of a little pocket of a little universe that popped up into existence where this actually happened and then goes away simply because of its uh, extremely, extremely low probability. And you could go so far as to uh, each each character could just roll a d12 or a d20 three times, take the best of the three rolls and say, that's your hit points. And then just do simple rolls, number versus number, um, to wipe out the character and dis- uh, the enemy characters, whether it's, uh, whether it's uh, the Intelligent Toaster or Dr. Strangelove or Queen Elizabeth I. <laughs> The, uh, the Queen Elizabeth I, the archaeologist adventure, <laughs> armed with oh, a copper stick. I don't stick. know. You could keep this bad boy going, though, Adam. Yeah, like, you could. Isn't it there that you have a random roll? If you had a random pile of stuff or creatures that you could roll for that would suddenly be there to help you out, oh, think of how beautiful that would be. That, uh, that just, that has a table. Yes, just what I need, this stuff in the end. It, that, that gets, that gets more into the traditional method of putting together, uh, a more extensive game, a la Leopard Women of Venus and any number of other games that have these kinds of tables right at the back where the random is determined that. But 
in this case, it was just four people coming up with 15 things apiece that gives you a, a vivid enough scene to, to picture and play out. Um, even no, without... that's what I like about it, but it's all such wonderful choices that that if you if you like this universe rather than just, you know, bashing everybody into submission till one's left standing, if you wanted to keep it going, then you could start another pool of random ass crap choices and then and and I just think that's a hoot. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, if you the the whole idea behind the twelve choices in this particular table is the fact that it was three apiece of four players. If you wanted Next to time, use a D- there will be a Mr. Potato Head involved. <laughs> if you if you add eight more, if you add eight more rows to the table, then you can use a D twenty instead of a D twelve in order to determine no, all these different no, variables. No, no, it would just be the separate magical pool of interesting, potentially useful or lethal stuff to draw on. Sure. <laughs> You got a group together where one person in particular really likes to come up with wild and and uh, crazy weapons, and you say, you know, all right, we'll come up with the names, beings, and and uh, places and treasures. You go over there and make uh, a list of twenty bizarre weapons. Yeah, I mean, it could be split up anyway, but this this way, it uh, it just brings together the creativity of a group to uh, to come up with something uh, so an outrageously. It's going to be a anything goes universe type stuff that uh, you'll you obviously you'll never have a game that's remotely the same twice, or you shouldn't anyway. Exactly, yeah. So shall we hang on to to this table and these things and these these scenarios and then and give them a whirl next time? No, if we need to, if we need to put a game together. Uh, if we need to put an encounter together in a hurry, we'll already have uh, four very bizarre <laughs> characters set up here, um, and uh, we could do uh, we we could do the the beginning portion of uh, rolling out and selecting some nemesis for everybody from that same table, and then uh, and then describe in detail what <laughs> what all actually happens when they um, lock horns and go after. The gumshoe rubies, or the motor that runs on water, or whatever. Or roll again from the table to see if there's something else. But uh, sure, I'll hold on to it. I've got it. I've got it in Google Docs here, all filled out, and I'll send you guys a copy too, just uh, just so that you have it. <laughs> but it was I. It, it it probably took a lot more time than we had tonight to actually get get underway with it. This was. This we could consider a character creation session, world creation, uh, a creation session. Yeah. Of all that stuff. Yeah. I just, I got a kick out of seeing the combinations come up. That was, that was the best. I'm also going to have a bug, a bug bladder beast next time, too. Nice. Sure. Thank you. Armed with a copper stick. Or a bug bladder beast armed with a seven-pound chihuahua holding a copper stick. And <laughs> the copper stick. Or the stick with a yeah. nail in it. <laughs> oh, think if you got the time to sit down and write up percentile lists. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow, yeah. 
attack bonuses on, on combinations. Yeah. All I can think is the tick climbing up uh, after... Uh, it was one of the earliest episodes of the, the animated series, The Tick. He's going up against some guy that had uh, a pig for a foot. A pig for a foot? Is that what you said? Yes. The lower, it was the lower portion of his leg was a pig. For no reason. <laughs> Why not? Why not, you know? But he gets up there and he see, he's climbing up the side of the building and he pokes his head over the roof. And he looks and he sees the guy standing there, but he all, actually all he sees is a pig. And he just says, Roof pig, most unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like floor pie. I'm glad we got together anyway, this was fun. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Given his cult status, I'm kind of surprised Buckaroo Banzai has apparently not yet been released on Blu ray. That is surprising. No one been made into a stage musical. Maybe they can't find the band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's being elusive. We're waiting for a way out. Maybe it's a series of companies. Yeah. Hey, damn it! Come on. It was like the last seasons of reboot. Nobody could get hold of them because uh, I think it was a couple of companies in Canada that owned the rights, and they weren't agreeing on anything. Sure, blame Canada. <laughs> they did an episode, or they came out with them eventually, actually, and I, I got the seasons three and four for, uh, for, uh, my birthday. And one of the episodes was a, was a, a parody of Star Trek. And, much to my surprise, it, it was written by DC Fontana. Oh my god, is that the kind of parody dagger of the mind? Uh, no, this was, it was a, it was a city being taken over by a kind of civil war going on. Okay, yeah. And there was a Spock type character, Kirk type character that, you know. Okay. But I looked and I, wow. South Park did do one, was very reminiscent, very obviously aimed at poking fun at dagger of the mind. And it's funny, because you knew they had to be a fan they had to be fans of the show to put the jokes in that they had to put in. And I, I kept watching it thinking, I wonder how many people are watching this who actually get most of the jokes in this episode. Because I can't, I, it's been too long since I've seen it, but they had like a Simon Van Gelder... Uh, no, what's the word? Like a um, character that was obviously... You know, not Simon Van Gelder, but they were obviously going there. With it, it was just, it was funny, and I think that I thought that was maybe it was second season. It was either second season or somewhere in there because I didn't watch South Park. I haven't seen it since like the third or fourth season. Did anybody in it get murdered by death? <laughs> <laughs> How did you kill them by death? No shit, really. <laughs> oh. 1960s makeup made people look like they were red balloons about to explode. <laughs> Freaky stuff. It was just their way of gearing up for the 70s when in movies they actually did. Something has slipped. Something something that should have been brought up at the very top of this episode that wasn't. And I'm now sitting here in deep, deep shame that I didn't bring it up. Look, I told you I'd pay you back that money. I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. 
And you better. Then never mind. You're going to send anything. You better, man. No. <laughs> there ain't no, there's no freaking way you made that up. Um, the fact that this episode marks the four year anniversary of Nikki having joined the Gutter Skypes. Ah. Does it? Oh, I think one? it does. Or do we officially start it in August? No, it was, it was I know it's August. close. I think it. Uh, I think it was close, but this is this this summer, when this posts at the very least. Uh, yeah, four years ago. Wow. When dinosaurs roamed the earth. When the earth was still cooling. I'm going through the Cartoon Action Hours right now, and you're about to start GMing uh, Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies because we're talking about it. And you mentioned I'm going to try and get talk to Nikki and see if I can get her to give this a shot. And I said, cool. And I don't remember what the date was on that, but I think it was the beginning of, it was either the end of June. Uh, I know we talked in July, and then I went off on my little road trip, so I'm wondering if I actually officially started actually, hang on, I can tell in you August. It was. Well, I want a pinata, and I want... I want <laughs> and I want you all to release some damn doves, because it's beautiful. And I want confetti cannons, and... And, and, and a chocolate fountain. <laughs> Chocolate Valley, I don't even like it, but I want one just because. And a horse Thank and carriage want. ride around, <laughs> I'll pick the spot later. <laughs> and I want a donkey named Snuffy. I want, a, all the, I want the, the, the... And I want a bouncy castle. Yes, I want the bouncy castle. So oh, you know I, what? She's right. It is August. Okay. Because the Cartoon Action Hour I'm looking, I just finished was from August 6, 2009. That's right, because we took like a month and a half off at one point. Well, then, when this posts, as people are listening to this, <laughs> it's still it's still valid. <laughs> Teasing. <laughs> so, congratulations, and thank you very, very much for deciding to give this a try. Thank you all yeah. for putting up with me for so damn long. Somebody hey. didn't give me the boot years ago, really. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Given half a choice. Yeah. Oh. Our last cartoon action hour session was on my dad's birthday. Huh? The only sane people should be booted from the gutter Skype. <laughs> That's right. It's. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned it in the last episode. Otherwise, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> I wouldn't have started doing any calculations at all, and I would have. It's, like, it's, been, it's been. It's been. It's been. Unique. <laughs> that too. Great <laughs> and unique and a little odd. And no, no, and extremely entertaining. That's all I can say. I'm, 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 I'm quite glad. I, 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 I knew you were an, I knew you were a natural before you even heard what an RPG was, <laughs> what a tabletop role-playing game was, because, it, you know, first-hand observation over the years. <laughs> <laughs> being able to study the subject in its natural working environment. Uh, really yes, I am the woman constantly talking in silly voices and wrapping shmatas around my head and ninjing <laughs> about the joint. <laughs> if you can't wear a costume, you'll wear furniture. It doesn't matter. Whatever it means. Yes, I still wander through a scene shop with a chair on my head saying, <laughs> Bring there. It's a little formal, a little stiff. <laughs> 
I think it's amazing that we've been doing this for nearly five years now, all told. Yeah. That we started off with just, it was just an excuse to get together to play some Spirit of the Century. Yeah. Time time flies for stubborn people, especially. (laughs) Here we are half a decade later. Well, uh, yeah, I I mean... Effective, isn't it? Oh, half a decade. I know, five years doesn't sound so long, but half a decade. It's like, whoa, man! Uh, a decade. Now you, and, everybody out, and um, <laughs> yes, at this age, a decade goes by. Twentieth of a century for crayons. Oh please! <laughs> oh God! A decade goes by in five years. A year goes by in a month, and a workday goes by in twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird. Uh, it's a weird time experience. First thing in the morning till it's time to leave and go home takes for frickin' ever, every day. And then the week, uh, and the weeks go. I'm gonna start quoting Shakespeare, uh, if I don't stop, so I'm gonna stop. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, when thank you, everybody. Five, 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 meet again. <laughs> Funny, that's the play I was gonna head towards. <laughs> I can bring the it looks like the 31st to me. That's what I see, too. 31st of July. Alrighty. And, Andrews, when do you scamper off for Dragon Con? Oh, that's not until the end of August. End of August. Okay, that was... Okay. Alright, we're so, gonna... 31st? We're gonna aim for the 31st of July, and, uh... Okay. And, and we'll, uh, we'll see what's up. We'll see what happens as we approach and, and what we're gonna do. And thank you everybody for coming up with these things. This was, this was, uh, I think this was more fun for me than, <laughs> might, than, uh, I, uh, than it might have been for you, but. Oh, no, it was a lot of fun. It was a And, uh, and a half. We should, <laughs> we'll try do so, doing something with these guys at some point. If only to record, uh, Record um, soft drink, uh, um, uh, soft drink endorsements. <laughs> I don't know where. It's uh, it's five I, after ten. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right. I, I do want to know very quickly before we we go. Mm-hmm. We mentioned the the Fate Kickstarter earlier. I do have my copies of Fate Accelerated and Fate Core. So any future Fate things that I do will probably be adapted to one of those. Oh, slick. Fortunately, the uh, PDFs are available at a pay-what-you-want basis, so... That ends up being more than reasonable. Yeah, I got mine. looks really good. I love the Fate Accelerated. I think that is... Mm, uh, If I do Satsi, or dare I say when I do Satsi, I may... No, I don't know, though. It's almost too trimmed down for Satsi, because I like the fact that with Satsi, you get all those stunts and stuff like that. I'll have to mm-hmm. mess with that and see. I think in the back of the uh, in the back of the Fate Core thing, they have a th- they have a chapter devoted to converting other Fate games to work with Fate Core, which shouldn't be that hard. It's not that different. I, I mean, don't think they do, unless it's just a, a general it's, advice kind of thing. Well, I mean, yeah, there's no, some like basic it. guidelines of the things that they have changed over. I don't think there's any like direct. 
That might be what I was thinking. I thought I saw something in the table of contents. Well, if I were to put a link in the show notes for people to be uh, be able to go get those PDFs, where would I point them? Uh, I see, I know G Heston. Uh, drive through because uh, drive through RPGs actually started doing the the pay what you want thing on 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 certain items, and uh, and possibly even through their through Evil Hats webs too. But I'm not sure about that. That and they might just send you to drive through anyway. So okay, but definitely uh, definitely drive through RPG will give you the option. Okay, select. All right, that's good. Another link to put in. Alright. Um, stay cool, people. It's getting hot out there. It is. Peace. And, and try and get some sleep. And, and. Eric. Yes, sir, sir. How you in there? Big, huge hugs, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much, I am. Safe will. journey this weekend, alright? Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. We will, we will see you soon. Yes. Hear you soon again. Talk, talk, <laughs> talk to you later. <laughs> fist bump, virtual fist bump. There you go. Uh, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, folks. Take care and uh, stay safe. Okay. See you soon. Right. Bye bye. The words of Jacko Warner. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good. Goodbye. Ha, 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 ha.